Love Talk Radio. Welcome to The Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. Blogtalkradio.com slash The Cricket Show, or fast us an email with your questions and comments to Show at comcast.net. And now, let's talk cricket, lovely cricket. Francis, 
Dennis Kilman, by Phil McCorn-Hillis, Walston Otto, Joseph Gunthrop, Willis Daniel, Fillmore Horpike, Dr. Roger Brown, and all the others who have expressed their concerns, Lord, we pray for them. We hope that you may indeed be with us for the rest of the show. Thank you for all you have done for us in the past and trust that you will continue to bless us. With that said, I'm going to bring in my first person in. I think this is Donna. Good evening to you, Donna. How are you? I'm fine. Good evening to all the panelists. Yes, yes, it seems. Well, uh, is everything okay from your neck of the woods? I'm fine here. Sunny, sunny, sunny New York. Okay, Sony New York. Let's see if we get Dennis from your end. I just trying to get Dennis. Hello? Dennis, are you with us? I, I'm right there with you, Leon. Okay, but your mic is not on at all. You know, we're not hearing you. Yes. So, okay. Well, pick it up, I Dennis. Okay, thank you. Know. Yes, yes, loud and clear. I'm happy to be with you. I'm happy to be with uh, Donna and Murchis. And uh, hello. Hello and welcome yes. to all our li- listeners, wherever you are in the world. This is the Cricket Show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Cricket Show. You can call us at 1-515-605-9850. You can send us an email. Send to the Cricket Show at Comcast.net. Remember, the Cricket Show at Comcast is one word, no space. Set your reminder to join us every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time Zone. I am Dennis. He's sitting in with Leon in the background. Leon is working very hard today, taking a little breather. And now we will move forward. Leon has already brought up the prayer section. So we can go right in to uh, bring you the News headlines from the sports that uh, sports headlines, which is obviously part of Leon's uh, favorite portion of the show. So, yeah, okay. We're hearing some background noises. Is that you, Leon? No. Anyway, in golf, we have from the AP Sports Wire, the European Tour. Band golfers who completed in the Saudi back breakaway LIV golf tournament. Players were banned from participating in three scheduled tournaments. The players were also fined $120,000, and other sanctions may follow if players continue to play in LIV tournaments. In swimming, American swimming star Katie Ledetsky won her 19th gold medal and her fourth medal this week at the World Swimming Championships. In tennis, Serena Williams was allowed to practice on Wimbledon Center Court ahead of the championship start. The practice policy is new at Wimbledon to all players. Williams is on ranking this year's tournament due to her lack of playing last year, credited to injury in track and fields, we have Shakari Richardson finished fifth in her 100-meter heat. 
She therefore failed to obtain a spot in the 100 meters race at the U.S. National Championship. She, however, is entered in the 200 meters race, so there is still another chance for her to make the U.S. national team to compete in the World Championships. In soccer headlines, Josh Gross, writing in the Southern California newspaper, The Press Enterprise, has reported that Welsh and former Real Madrid soccer star Gareth Bale has agreed to join the MLS Los Angeles Football Club on a one-year contract with options for renewal. Bale's joined as an out-of-contract free agent, and therefore he will see how things go in L.A. Leon, is there anything that I may have missed that you want to bring to the attention? Well, I think you have, I just, 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 um, I'm not happy at all that they're bringing um, Coco Goff into the present situation here. They're, they're having her speak, speak into the press. But this is for another show. I think we, we ought to um, just bring you the news from the, the cricketing news. Is that is okay with you at this time? Yes, go right ahead with that, Leon. Right. Big news coming over the Western Indian in women's cricket. I'm sure Donna will be happy or unhappy with this because Amy Machi has been announced as the new Western Indian women's team captain. She replaced Stefani Taylor ahead of the next series of that the West Indies will be playing, ladies will be playing. Bangladesh versus the West Indies, of course, they're into the second match, and um, West Indies uh, on the verge of victory. But is it fair to say that they're on the verge of victory yet? You can say that, but um, <laughs> Bangladesh uh, 132, 4 6 in the second inning, um, having to get another 42, or is it 43, before they can uh, let person back again. So, let's uh, in a good position. Looking for the scores, which I'll give you in a, in a, in a, in a while. But India uh, on the tour of the UK. They played against Ireland, and the first ODI match or T20 match went um, was reduced to some 12 overs. Ireland scored 108 for four after a lot of 12 overs. India knocked it off, uh, losing three wickets in the process, 111 for three from 9.2 overs. And of course, Sri Lanka. Versus Australia, and the fifth ODI went by way of a victory for the Aussies. Sri Lanka 160 in the 43rd and the 44th over, Australia 164 for six in the 40th over, went for the Aussies. Of course, we know that India are also touring England, and they will be playing. Uh, they have played, they have played um, Let's Fisher, and uh, that match was drawn on the 23rd. And July the 1st, they'll be playing Derbyshire. And we're looking forward to see that. And then they'll go into the fifth test match, which was the Bought 
uh, rescheduled from last year, and that will be played at, at Boston, Birmingham. And they'll go on and play three ODIs and three T20s, June 23rd to July 17th. That's some news I'm sure you may have a better print than I do. The Media Advisory Board, which brought out some, from the ICC, which brought out some news about the player ranking. Uh, my print is a little small and tells you some more detail. We'll go into that a little later on. England are up, set uh, to have another victory against New Zealand. New Zealand 329 and 326. England 360 and 183 for two. England require another 113 runs in order to sweep the New Zealanders for, for a great victory under the new leadership. And we'll go into that more. I mean, we have a full schedule of matches which we'll go into and, and time permitting. Of course, we talked about Bangladesh and the West Indies. Bangladesh, 234 and 10, should be 132 for 6, 132 for 6. West Indies, 408. India, we talked about Indian Leicestershire. Let's give you the scores there, 246. India for eight and 364 for nine. Leicester shall 244 and 294 for four. Not against Middlesex, not Middlesex, Nottingham 378 for four. Ireland against India, we gave you that score already. And um, sorry, it's playing Kent and sorry, scored 444 for five. And, uh, Mumbai uh, playing in India, of course, um, 374 and 269. Mahaya uh, Prasad scored, uh, scored three, 536 and 108 for four. This is about all that I have so far, Dennis. But USA. And Thank you, Leon. You may have some schools about the minor league. Is that correct? Yes. Mm. Yes, we will um, go. We will to go into those in a few moments, Liam. But let's welcome Audley to give us the inside edge for this week. Audley, okay. welcome. Okay, Mr. Okay, Mr. Dennis. Thank you. Good afternoon to you, and for mm. Leon and uh, the rest of the panelists. Hey, we do have Donna, to... so make sure you don't leave Donna okay. out, Audley. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, I just say you and the rest of the of the panel. <laughs> you know, I don't go down the line. I don't want to yeah. miss anybody. It's all my fellow panelists, right? Yeah. Cover everybody. Um, yeah, a wonderful good evening. And for the rest of the world, and you listen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you all. Welcome, of course, to another evening of cricket, lovely cricket. Okay, the inside it. Uh, let me report also that my mom. Um, she is in the hospital. It's not oh, anything. No. It's not anything too frightening. Uh, she's been there since Wednesday, and more more observations and, and stuff like that. And I, I, I spoke to her not not too long ago. Of course, the voice is still as strong as ever. She's watching watching some other stuff. We talked for a while, and then you know, but she, but she she will be okay. She will be okay. All right. Um, she needs a prayer. So that, let's put it this way. Mm-hmm. All right. 
when it comes Thank to you. test cricket, and they, no, I don't give the insiders yet. When it comes to Go test ahead. cricket, when it comes to ten, test cricket, and we have a club we call it the Ten Thousand Club. Uh, I'm just giving up, gonna give the top five, the fastest uh, players to get to the Ten Thousand Clubs. Um, in we're talking about where innings are concerned. Okay, so number five, Rahul Javid from India. It took him 206 innings to score, you know, reach a 10,000 mark. Ricky Ponting from Australia, number four, at 196 innings, it took Ricky to get there. And um, number three, number two, and number one, respectively, be Kumar Sangakara, Sachin Tendulkar, and Brian Lara, all three, it took them 195 innings to get there. It's like it's choreographing. <laughs> all three men, 195 innings to reach the 10,000. So we have a tie for, tie for first place. Kumar Sangakar from, of course, uh, Sri Lanka. Uh, Sachin Tanduka from India. And the West Indies, Brian Lara, all took 195 innings to reach the 10,000 mark. There we got it. The inside edge for you. Back to you. Thank you. Thank you, Audrey. Thank you. Well, welcome the inside edge there with some statistics that is very useful for us to have at our fingertips. And before we go into the show outline, I just wanted to take this opportunity to uh, say to our listeners, you know, Leon is there with us in the background and uh, up front as well. But we must not forget that Leon's... Uh, great misfortune, having lost his wife recently. So I'd like to take this opportunity to remind our listeners of the memorial service for Eunice Francis, Leon's wife. This will be held on Saturday, July the 2nd, 2022, at Christ Fellowship Church, 8900 Southwest, 168th Street, Miami, Florida, 33157. Service commences at 11 a.m., and there's streaming for those who are unable to get there in person at truelife.com production. We will have a reminder of this in, uh, towards the end of the show. In the meantime, we will move on to the show's outline for this week. We have lots and lots of news. The CWI news, which is plentiful this week. We will look at the English county cricket suggestion that they may play matches overseas in England female cricket captain has challenged the ICC chairman on test cricket for women comments he made recently Barbados carry the West Indian cricket flag in the Commonwealth Games which is shortly to open in the UK we have Chris Gale is the new ambassador for a new white ball cricket format in the Caribbean call affectionately with 60. We will delve into that. Minor league cricket scores from week one, which was yesterday, began yesterday, and week two uh, matches that schedule. our Women's Super League 50 Championship match results and scores. And, of course, Leon mentioned earlier the West Indies and Bangladesh test match. England and New Zealand third test 
Australia and Sri Lanka, those we will really get our teeth into those. But for now, let's uh, make a start with the very hottest news of the CWI press. And this is that Haley, CWI has announced that Haley Matthews has been appointed as the West Indies women's cricket team captain. Matthews had been the vice captain under Stephanie Taylor, who was the team's captain for over seven years. Stephanie was thanked for her years in the lead, you know, by the lead selector for women's cricket, Anne Brown Johns. She said, the selection panel has done a review of the team, including the leadership. After this review, the panel took the decision to recommend that Haley Matthews take over the role as captain. Matthews, in comment, has thanked Taylor for astounding leadership of the West Indies team over the years. We've accomplished some of our biggest milestones with her at the forefront. Now, you know, my comment here on this is the emphasis appears to be placed on leadership. After a review, including leadership, she, it was decided that really matters. Now, I'm not sure if how the other panelists see this, but I think that it's uh, somewhat is a little um, cringy to uh, suggest that uh, leadership. We have somebody in the background having some fun with the movement there. Can we please see if we could uh, put a little damper on that? So, Haley, let's hear your thoughts, uh, Audley. What do you think uh, about this announcement? Well, um, if you we go back a little to the, to the World Cup in, in New Zealand, and mm -hmm. at a certain stage, um, it was seen as if um, uh, Stefani was um, a little lethargic. Uh, you, you, can be, you can be in a position for such a long while. You can hear a lot of noise when you're talking about Dennis, like some of the opening yeah. doors and all the kind of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it can become a bit lethargic, and, um, you know, sometimes you just run out of ideas, and, and then the sort of person that uh, Stefani, Stefani has been over the years, you know, um, when it comes to getting scoring runs for the West Indies, wickets, everything. And I think she has fallen off a bit. So um, after seven years, uh, I, I think they have done the right thing. Let's try some new leadership. Her deputy, her deputy rather, um, which, which put on Matthews over the years, uh, you, know, uh, you know, right now. So she, she was, you know, put, put in front. She, she would give the ascendancy. She's now... And, and of course, I, I, I love the way in which she, you know, um, and, and which is the right way. You give the praises and the honor to your predecessor, right? And, and you don't just come and say, look, this is what I'm going to do and, you know, whatever. But, you know, she, she did exactly the right thing. And by recalling some of the great heights that Western has reached with Stefani at, at the helm as captain and um, pledge to continue to build on that. And that is what we, we want to do. Um, whenever you have a new administration, whether it's in sports or politics, a lot of times they tend to tear down what was done in the past and then start a new one, whatever. So uh, the right thing is to, yes, what is right, continue to do that, and you continue to build on that. And, of course, with uh, Stefan, it's still there, 
just in case, you know, she can also call and say, Fanny, you know, what do you think here or whatever. And But the main thing that she will be now freed up to be more relaxed, to score some more runs because, you know, it's important that Stefani, she's still young. I think she's only, what, 31 or something like that, 32, I think, 31. Yeah. So she's, yeah, so she'll be in the team for a, for a long time to come. And as long as she continues to perform, she's going to be there. Stefani is not only a great Caribbean female cricketer, she's world-class. You know, and she, a lot of time, um, she was the number one in all around this in status for many, 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 many years. So we can all just just wish her well. And I, I think I think it's time for the change. Um, I, I see nothing wrong with that. The change. All right. Thank, thank you, Audley. Leon, your comments, please. Yeah, I I, I thought it was a good decision, and I support it entirely. I thought it would have come earlier had it not been for um, a daily match being suspended. And when you look, when you look at um, Stefani in the World Cup, like Audley said, she looked to me jaded. She looked slow, and she she was running like how how other like if she's not fit at all. But um, I'm glad to see that. It's a peaceful transition and no animosity so far. And I'm glad. I hope she'll do come back and be herself again. And hope the workload and, and um, Haley would not um, lose her, allow her to lose some of her form. But all in all, I think it's a good decision. And just hope that she can take this side and just move it to where the West Indies ought to be. Uh, in the top three, four teams in the world. All right, thank you, Liz. I wonder if Donna has any comments on this. Donna, do you have any comments on this one? No, I pass on no? that one. No, no comments on that one. All right, thank you, Donna. We will move on and see if we can take a quick look at the uh, another draft from the Cricket West Indies. And it's titled Professional Cricketers Draft for 2022-2023. These Windward Islands volcanoes bring new players into the camp. Cricket West Indies hosted the Professional Cricket Draft for 2022-2023 on Friday, which took place over two rounds via a video call with representatives from all six territorial board franchises. Each team had 13 retained players and then drafted two players to complete their 15-member squad for the forthcoming season. They will be competing in the CG United Super 50 Cup and the West Indies Championship. The two key picks saw all-rounder Justin Greaves and wicketkeeper Turvin Walcott being chosen by the Windward Island Volcanoes both have played first-class cricket for the Barbados Pride. Greaves was also a member of the Emerging Players team, which won the CG United Super 50 Cup back in 2015. The other franchises all picked players from the home territories. Barbados Pride selected off-spinner Chaim Holder and batter Zachary McCaskey. Guyana Harpy chose... Experienced left-hander Vishal Singh, I think that is, and all-rounder Anthony Adams. 
Trinidad and Tobago Red Force selected for batters Joyce Gooley and all-rounder Tion Webster. Jamaica Scorpion picked right arm pacer Gordon Bryan and newcomer Kari Campbell, a left arm fast medium bowler, while the Leeward Islands Hurricanes added all-rounder Karima Gore and uncapped player Darren Brenta. The six franchise will continue their preparation for the upcoming season and regional tournament. The squad, I have the squad, and we can certainly uh, debate the squad if we wish, but before we do that, let's see if there are any comments on this announcement about this uh, professional draft. Any surprises there for you, um, Yeah, Yeah, yeah but... Uh, yeah, we, 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 we could do that, but it's going to take us into the birthday hour. So why don't we okay. do that? Right, it's two minutes in a row, so and why don't we do that, and then we come back with a more full force with that. If that is okay. All right, let's, let's do that. Go ahead, uh, Audley. All right, after I get some music. Okay, here comes the music. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, with the sound in the background here means it's time for the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. You can hear I'm a little horse. Um, it's time for the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. It's the time of the evening when we take a look at the cricketing fraternity and we say happy birthday, happy anniversary, and it's time for you also to give us a call if you have a birthday or anniversary or you just want to give a call. It's... Um, 515-605-9850. 515-605-9850. Welcome to the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. It's the 26th of June, and here we begin with the birthday of a radio personality. Uh, Winston Barnes, WBS 1170, he began in Jamaica, of course, the brother of, of sports. Um, broadcaster Ed Barnes, Winston Barnes, he celebrated, he celebrated his birthday today. Melanie Mills, the daughter of Cardinal Mills, yes, Melanie celebrated her birthday today also. So happy birthday to young Miss Mills. And it's a test debut anniversary for um, Len Hutton, way, way back, way, way back. He made his test debut against New Zealand. And he made a rather inauspicious start. He started off with a naught and a one. And, of course, he went on later in his career to set the world record, 364 when Sir Garfield 
I made it 365 not out. It was the record of Sir Len Hutton that he broke right there. Okay, so cricket, uh, Australia, Molly Dive, and Mr. Left-hander Gary Gilmore. Very impressive all-rounder, Gary Gilmore. Uh, we have from England, Albert Ruff and Nick Compton. He was born in South Africa. We have from South Africa, Henry Brumfield, Freddie Lewitt, and Trisha Getty, female cricketer, uh, wicketkeeper for um, South Africa. David Hine for Sri Lanka, and David White for New Zealand. I mean, Yamin for Pakistan. For the 27th, we have Mr. Byron Lee. Mm-hmm. Byron Lee and the Dragoneers. Byron Lee left us in November 2008. Byron Lee was born way back in 1935. And Mr. Freddie Big Ship Sailing on the Ocean McGregor. Freddie McGregor still with us. He was born back in 1956. Freddie McGregor. Uh, cricket, Derek Robinson, Bob Appleyard, Shirley Hodge, Graham Chaudhry, and Kevin Peterson, all from England. Charles Coventry, Neil Hawk, Gordon Roick, and Erwin Osborne from Australia. Karen Mawson and Mark Chapman from New Zealand. Dale Stein from South Africa. And we have from Hong Kong, Mark Chapman. For the 28th, Elaine Thompson Hero. She was born back in 1992. Presently involved in it in, in the um, championship there in Jamaica to qualify for the World Championship in Oregon. And uh, right, so Elaine Thompson should be celebrating on the 28th. Roy Gilchrist out of Jamaica, man that took some 37 hat-tricks in Lancashire League cricket. 37 hat-tricks. Wow. George Salinar from Barbados. He faced the first ball for West Indies in Test cricket when they played against England, of course, in 1928. George Salinar out of Barbados. And Brown also from Barbados. Mushtaq Ahmed and Wahab Riaz from Pakistan. Peter Hearn and Joe Cox from South Africa. Catherine O'Neill from Zimbabwe, Ruth Dow from Australia, Ajanti Patel from India. And here it comes, the 29th. It's the birthday of one Mr. Virgil Francis, that name. Oh, (laughs) Oh, you know that name. Virgil, yes, 007, undercover. He'll be celebrating his birthday on the 29th of June. Virgil, big up Virgil. We have to play special music for you, Virgil Francis. Okay, and from England, we have Harold, G- Harold Gulligan, Simon Brown, and Paul Jarvis, Jeff Moss from Australia, and Alan Connolly, Michael Lewis also. He bowled uh, the most extensive over, that's Michael Lewis, the most extensive over in ODI, when you know, for anybody bowling up the full court of 10 overs, he bowled 10 overs. No wicket, no maiden, 113 runs, no wicket, most expensive. Ron Headley out of Jamaica, of course, is son of George Atlas Headley. And um, we go to the 3038. Boxer Mike Tyson, Iron Mike Tyson. Yep, he was born on the 30th of June back in 1966. Michael Phelps, super swimmer. 
back in 1985, Michael Phillips. Uh, back to cricket, Australia, we have Mark Hicks and Shannon Tredia, female cricketer. Peter Pollock, Harris Chapman, and Rudy Stein are from South Africa. John Jameson, uh, Mike Smith from England. John Jameson was an opener. He faced the first ball in World Cup cricket in, in you know, the Kerry Parker series. John Jameson. And uh, it will be the birthday also for our present hero, Kima Roach. 30th of June, Kima Roach will be celebrating his birthday. Ryan Tendouche from Holland, or Dutch, we don't call him. Timat Jaisuria from Sri Lanka. Gordon Rowe from New Zealand. And we have Kevin Dury from Zimbabwe. And from China, Wang Jing. Yep, Wang Jing, born back in 1984. So we have cricketers coming out of China now. For the 1st of February, the late reggae icon, Dennis Brown, he died on... The 1st of April, 1999, Dennis Brown. And um, Sir Everton Weeks died on the same date, but 2020. It will be two years since he has departed, Sir Everton Weeks, 1st of July. And we have the Reverend Tyrone Thomas, Thompson rather, sorry. The Reverend Tyrone Thompson, better known as Papa San when he was in the secular music. Papa San. He's now the Reverend Tyrone Thompson. Thank God for that. Okay, so England, we have John Selby, Frank Lawson, and Graham Lloyd. From the West Indies in Jamaica, Chester Watson. And we have Sajid Ali um, from um, Pakistan. And um, sprinter Carl Lewis. Yeah, he was born. He was a, not just a sprinter. He was a Long jumper, he was a really a good super athlete. Um, he was born back in 1961. Finally, uh, Saturday, July the 20, I mean the 2nd, Reginald Allen, Leo O'Brien and Neil Dennis from Australia, Hassan Ali from Pakistan, Ivan Chaudhary and Herbert Chang, Chaudhary from Guyana, Chang from Jamaica, Neil Williams from St. Vincent. Yes, the old St. Vincent player thing to play a test match. Oh, that was then. Um, he played for England, one test match. Catherine Brunt, also from England. Uh, Vaita Yadia uh, from uh, India. Michael, Michael Pops and Kenton Martin from New Zealand. And uh, these are what I have for you. Uh, when it comes to birthday, I'll come back with some personal birthdays. Back to you, Dennis. Thank you, Audley. Leon, we seem to have lost Virgil. Perhaps you'll try to see if you can bring him in again. And I think it's 281627. Is it Mr. McKenzie? McKenzie, on the radio. Yes. Yes, good afternoon, everyone. It's nice to be back with you today. And I bet some afternoon. It's nice to see you all on the radio. Thank I have you, a few Thank nuggets. You. I have a few nuggets well, we're, to we're, share we're, with you, but I'll do that later section. on. Yeah, you were in the birthday section. Yes. Okay. Okay. Any birthdays? I have none that I'm. No, no birthday for me today. No. Thank you, Mike. 
I have none that I'm willing to acknowledge at this stage, but let's see whether we get Virgil back. Uh, we're getting Virgil back. Uh, Donna, any birthday you wish to uh, share with us? I'm alive. I don't have any birthdays for this week. Yeah, you, you can you can join in Cardinal's daughter that celebrated oh. Melanie. Oh. Melanie. Okay, I will send greetings to her. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. And, uh, and yeah, she's actually, I think she's actually celebrating today. Okay, happy birthday, Cardinal's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get Thank up you. for that, my dear. <laughs> All right. We have Virgil. Virgil has just joined us. Welcome, Virgil. And uh, here is your opportunity. We want to sing happy birthday to Virgil. And do you have any other ones you want? Ooh, wow. Oh, yes. Oh. Happy birthday. We've lost Virgil again, unfortunately. Yeah. So to proceed without Virgil. Oddly, we will pull Virgil back in later on during the yeah, course Virg- of the show. Virgil need to change. Virgil need to change his phone company. Uh, you may see a little <laughs> more, but <laughs> you'll be more reliable. Hey, Mr. Virgil. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so um, I have a couple of birthdays here. Away from Virgil, I, which I read already. Virgil, happy birthday to you, my brother. Uh, yes, um, that will be Wednesday. He'll be celebrating his birthday. He'll finally be, he'll finally turn fifty, or, or maybe fifty-one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I, I have a friend also. His name is Abraham Lincoln Watson. Yeah, right down there. Yeah. I just call him Al A L A L Watson. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln Watson. He'll be on the thirtieth. He'll be celebrating his birthday. And on Saturday, my brother-in-law, one of my brothers-in-law, um, Carlton Bins, he'll be celebrating his birthday. Happy birthday, Carlton. Of course, I'll get in touch with them, of course. And um, Lloyd Brown, um, a former, former co-worker, he's living over there in um, New York. I think it's the Bronx or Brooklyn, one of those places. Happy birthday to you, Lloyd, when it comes, and that will be on Saturday. That's what I have for you here. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Virgil has joined us again. Let's see if he is in a talking mood. Virgil? No? Oh, whoops. We appear to have lost Virgil yet again. We will just keep Mm -hmm. trying. He can uh, give us his birthday wishes when he comes in. For now, we will just simply close out the uh, Uh, anniversary. We're going to play something specially for for Virgil. Yes. Well, we yes. were probably we were probably waiting for him to get in so that we know he will hear it. But uh, okay. he okay. might be. Okay. He might be. We're not sure that he's hearing because he's having this issue with his telephone. Leon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, any birthday wishes, Leon? No, no birthday wishes for me. Just to remind the folks about the upcoming uh, memorial service, which will be held next Saturday at. This Saturday, not. Oh yeah, yeah. Next Saturday, yeah. still next Saturday. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Praise Fellowship Church down in Miami, and um, starting at eleven o'clock. And the link is being sent out to as many people as possible. Those who would like to view view the ceremony will be welcome to view it. And you can obtain it from either side, myself, then or Ivor, or send it all over so folks can view it. If they're in a position, or they have the time to do it, or they can do it at a later time. 
here for all to see. I hope it comes off well, and I'm looking forward to it. I just want it to be over with. I'm done. It's um, thrown out, but I know how to try to drag that. Please play these thrown out, and we could bring her back <laughs> to, to life again, but who knows if there's going to be a revelation. So. Back right. to you, Dennis. Oh, thank you, Leon. All right, so let's close out the birthday uh, our anniversary with a little bit of uh, perhaps TV or, you know, any other one you choose, uh, Leon. Thank you. Okay. I, I had a song here that Virgil likes, and I hope this will bring him back because he loves to hear about Stevie and Richard, you know, the master. So let's, let's say that one for him. Okay. This is so easy and... All right, hey. First of all, Bibi is the name, cricket is the game. Brother, I don't know how he could play cricket so. But his batting, bowling, feeling, catching his breath, taking. Sometimes I just wonder if these are next lovers in the making. That man Richard could really bat. It's something to see him and the attack. Plundering Boland again and again. It's remarkable how he does dictate the game. No bowler holds a terrier for Biggie and Richard. Not Thompson, not Lily, not Baby, not Shanda Zika. Perfect coordination of body and mind. That brother is really dynamite. Space a He ain't give a front where you're bowling him. Faster, slowly, you're going back to the boundary. Thank you, Leon. Virgil is finally alive. Let's see if he's hearing us. Virgil? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I think somebody's trying to sabotage me. Ah. A little closer to the mic. We can also hear you. Speak up. I think somebody's trying to sabotage me. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell us more. Tell us more. No, let me let me give my birthday uh, wish because I was there and I hold in and I, I just couldn't hear nothing whatsoever. All right. Well, we have information. Right. Anyway, let's hear it. Yeah, let me give, um, first I'd like to say a happy birthday to a friend of mine in Antigua, um, Shanna George, who celebrated her birthday the 24th. And I just want to wish her a happy birthday. And I just want to wish my niece, Carrie Ann, Charles, I'm gonna, I, don't, I don't remember the last her married name, so forgive me for that. And she's listening right now. Terrian, 007, want to wish you a happy, happy, happy 41 birthday. When I left Antigua, she was like seven years old, I think. Well, seven years old when I, when I left Antigua, the first time to come to this country. And she celebrated her 41st birthday today, and I just want to wish her all the best and wish her many more to come. I know she's smiling right now. She got some long braids in her head, and she's playing with her braids, and she's smiling. And her son, Kaden, I want you to hug your mom and tell her happy, happy birthday. And it's coming from uncle and it's coming from you. Irie Kaden, 
You know what that means. When is her, so when I just want to wish her all the best, and I love you very much. And her mom is up there with her, Sharon, Marshall. I hope you enjoy your, your day with your daughter today, 41st birthday. And just want to wish you guys all the best and many more to come. When is Love her birthday, Virgil? Brother. Is it today? Virgil, is yeah, her today, birthday today? Yeah, today, today, the 26th, yeah. Okay. So, so, okay, go ahead. So I say you're 51 right. and you say she's 30, she's 41. <laughs> I say you are celebrating your, your 51st and you say, you, you, you're telling us that she's 31, that she's 41. Yeah, I'm, ce- yeah, I'm celebrating my 21st. <laughs> Okay, first. Sorry, I overstated it. <laughs> now you know why they're trying to sabotage uh, Virgil. Yeah, so, I realize somebody, uh, somebody tried to. That. That's why they want to sabotage you. Yeah, yeah. Very good, very good. All right. Well, we hope you heard your uh, special song that Leon put uh, on the turntable for you a moment ago. But we can then say the happy birthday song, uh, Leon, if you wish. Baby is the name Cricket is the game But I don't know how he could have picked so But he's batting bowling, feeling, catching his breath, taking Sometimes I just wonder if he's a next lover in the making that man Richard would really Leon, I think we should sabotage Virgil singing in the background there. And when the ball is tight, that's why it's very down low. Yes, he can score his runs as freely as he will. He could beat the tightest deal with sheer technical skill. When that man drives you, he scores the deal and leaves the mid on. Standing still, his breath left left us right off the stump. So many times I've left come and take the stump. No bowler, no bowler, 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 not baby, not Shandashika. Perfect coordination of body and mind. That brother is really dying, oh my. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. Oh Thank you, Leon. Thank you, Leon. Virgil. A happy yes, birthday when it comes on Wednesday. We really do want you know oh. to you to celebrate your twenty first, as you said. We give you encouragement and of course congratulations on your birthday. No. I didn't I didn't, I didn't remember my birthday. Mr. Mackenzie wants to say happy birthday to Virgil. 
Thank you very much. I have some mentions. I have some mentions to make, but not about birthdays today. Afterwards, when, oh, when it blows up. Oh, oh afterwards. Okay. All right, so if so there's let's... no more birthdays, I guess this is it for this yes. week's Walter Henry birthday and anniversary. And as usual, we just want to thank all the our listeners throughout the world. And um, just want to give a shout out to those in the Caribbean, those in Europe and Australia. Um, down under there and um, New Zealand in India, wherever you are, right here in the United States. We just want to thank you for tuning in and um, for visiting our site. And we're going to ask you each one tell one as we continue to spread the wonderful news of cricket, lovely cricket here. So this has been the one Walter Henry birthday and anniversary. I will join us next Sunday, God willing, 6.30 when we'll do it all over again. The Walter Henry birthday and anniversary. I will back to you, Dennis. Le- let me let me say something they want me. Let me say something they want me. I didn't realize it was really next week my birthday. But no, I realized something. I realized why I couldn't get on. It's not next week. It's this because, week. It's uh, not next week. It's this week. Yeah, this week. But I didn't realize <laughs> that's the reason why I couldn't get on because you didn't want to wish me happy birthday. You didn't want to hear me. You didn't want me to hear you wish me happy birthday. So you cut me off. And then you bring me on to the end. But it's okay. I, I, um, yeah, I, I just give you me, right me, you me, 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 all of us. Which one? Which one? Are you kidding me, Grudge? what happened? You have to say the wrong thing to get the right thing. So now I include everybody inside there. Now I understand it was a, it, it was a, it was a big coup. A big coup <laughs> against... Virgil, Virgil, could it be because somebody told us you were going to... Sing us a song. Uh, well, no, it's, it's also possibility, you know. Maybe um, what the voice wasn't in song too. You know, it wasn't me singing. No, it was the radio singing. You was the radio <laughs> singing. All right. We, yeah, we, we, we hear was I, I, oh. I had a tape and I, I was playing the tape at the same time with it, so it wasn't me. So if it sounded good, still wasn't me, and if it sounded bad, it still wasn't me. Yeah, you're pulling out again. We hear it. Wasn't me. I can't, I can't right. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> What we're saying to you, girls, please don't change your nature. <laughs> let's, let's move on, gentlemen and the fourth lady. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, we just discussed the uh, the CWI professional cricketer draft, of course, for the upcoming CPL. The question is, we have the full squad for all of the teams, and I'm not sure if we need to discuss the full squad because we probably know who they all are. Is it necessary to discuss it? What say you, Virgil? You have you heard the squad? Have you heard the announcement? No, no. For which no, no. Which team are you talking about? Caribbean Professional the, League. The Caribbean CPL. Professional League. Oh, the CPL. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. no, no. For no. which team are you talking about? The squad for which team? Are you Leon, talking about all of them? Well, yes, we have the squad for all of them. But, you know, I'm not sure if you want to hear all of them because I think we all know very well who they are. I don't yeah, think there it, are it, any. You said, no, he just said something about Leeward. Leeward was not in there. Yes. Yeah. The Leeward is in there this time? Perhaps, perhaps. Dennis, let me just come in here and talk about that. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Is that CPL? Is it four days? Oh, the professional league, the four days professional league. Oh. Yes, Dennis, Dennis, are you there? 
Yes, I'm hearing Can you. Can anybody tell Virgil about the Leeward Island side? Because he would be interesting to know that Karima Goa and uh, Benta from Antigua have been included or given contracts for the Leeward Island side. And she'll be happy about, I think, Karima is your cousin or is he from Liberta? No, no, no. He goes from the same village where my father from. No, no, not my cousin now. So maybe that might be of interest to you because he, he, he owes China everybody. In well, the no, no, I'm glad. Recent... Yeah, I was glad. I was glad for him. Mm-hmm. All right. And he, he, he had a birthday on Saturday. He had a birthday oh. last mm-hmm. Saturday. Wow. All right. Gentlemen, I take it, and ladies, of course, I take it that we do not wish to go into the uh, squad because most of us, we already know who I must tell you, Dennis, I must tell you, Dennis, I don't know. I've been, I've been following that. I, I tell you, when I, when I come home sometime and I'm so tired, I'm, you know, I'm watching, I'm doing other stuff because, you know, like crypto and things like that, everything is just crazy. And so I don't get to get oh. even some of the other stuff, you know, so. Um, so, can you ask you to go over the, the pics for the various side? That's not easy to do, so I can re, uh, refresh my memory. I just know for the you just want, know how about that. Do you, do you the just picks, want the pics? Or do you want just the pics? Just the pics. Just the pics. Just the pics. Okay. All hmm. right. Um, we have the Windward Island draft pics is Justin Greaves and Kevin Walcott. Uh, mm-hmm. Trinidad and Tobago Red Force draft pick is Jade Gooley, G-O-O-L-I-E, Keon Webster. Leeward mm-hmm. Island draft pick is Karima Gore and Darren Benter. Mm-hmm. And we have, it looks like Barbados, no, Jamaica. Jamaica's pick is Gordon Bryan and Kari Campbell. And Guyana's pick is Vishal Singh and Anthony Adams. And the fools, and for Barbados, it's Shane Holder and Zachary McCaskey. Those are the did draft said, picks. Did you said Jamaica? Did you call Jamaica? Yes, he did. Yes, Jama- Jamaica mm. is uh, Gordon Bryan and Kari Campbell. Okay. It seems, it seems to me, gentlemen, that they, they pick all local. Am I correct in saying that? They, they pick players from their own area? Or well, am I correct I in saying that, that? Yeah, mostly, mostly. But I think it was the, the Leewards who picked up uh, players who played for Barbados before. Let me just have another look. But, no, um, no, the Leewards picked for Leeward side, Leeward players. No, that's for sure. Bente is from Antigua and Go is from Antigua, but he plays for the USA, unless you call him oh. USA. So. Okay. Well, you, you know, you know right. sometimes you, you, wanna, you want to, well, at least at all times, you want to have your best team. But um, exactly. there's a little, there's a little, um, what do you call it now? There's a little thing there that you, you need to um, um, promote some of your local players, some mm. of your, yeah. your local players to, um, put them in, in, into the spotlight too. So you have, mm-hmm. you have to have a little balance there where what, you may want to bring in a couple of other players who who are very good players, but they can't make their, their, their other national teams. 
you'd like to mm-hmm. bring them over, but sometimes it, it's a problem because you have some, um, maybe not up to the standard of those guys, but you have your players from your territory too that you want to bring in and, you know, you can see the potential and you want mm-hmm. to give them the, the, the opportunity to go on the, on the bigger stage and get acclimatized to playing cricket at a higher level and in so doing move on where the career is concerned. So, you know, it's a, it's a little balance you have to share. Let me ask you a question here. Just Go ahead. One more question Go ahead. before. The guy Graves that is being picked for the Windward, I am not sure that he is from the Windward. And I believe well, that he is in Walsh in, in the squad for Barrios. Am I correct in saying that? Justin Greaves reportedly played for the Barbados Pride previously. I'm not sure if he is a native of uh, which island, but he played for um, for Barbados. Barbados with Pride. And so did Tevin yeah. Walcott, both drafted Tevin by Walcott. Uh, Walt yeah. Windward Island, but uh, and played for the Barbados Pride. So I think that would have answered your question earlier, Leon. But you asked a second mm-hmm. question about. Uh, Squad member of which which team? It's Aiden Walsh. It's with Barbados. Aiden Walsh. Yes, I, I'm looking down the list. I honestly don't see Aiden Walsh's name anywhere on this list. Okay. Uh, nope. No. Nope. I do not see Aiden Walsh. It may be there. Well, well, obviously, he's obviously in the, the CPL squad or not. Anything else? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, no, okay. not, not here. Okay. All right, Virgil, did you have some comment or will we finish with yeah, that? No, no, no. Question. I'm a little bit confused when you said um, they, they have two picks. Just like, okay, that's like Go. Go is an Antigua. He play he play with Antigua or Leeward Island team. I mean, he's not in the team, and then they pick him after. Uh, I, I I'm just a little bit confused when they say they have they pick two. I, I can understand if they say they pick two to somebody from Jamaica or Trinidad or something like that. But when you're from your play, what happened that you're not in the team that they pick you after or something like that? Well, it says the Leeward Island added around a Karima Gore and on cap player. Darren Benta. Okay, is that... the last one? Ben- sorry, ben- Darren ben- 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 He's from... He's from where? I think he's from... I, he's from the same team like, like Thomas. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So that mm-hmm. means... He's oh, from so... Bethesda or Freeman. Okay, okay. So, oh, oh, that, that means they just add, if they have 14, they just add two more? Yes, 13 and they add two more, yes. Oh, okay, because when you said pick, I thought it was like, like oh, there was go- after then I had no. a team, they, they, they go to different, I mean, pick two guys from somewhere else or some, some other country or something like that. That's what I thought it was. No. Oh, I think oh, okay. you missed the original, you missed the original announcement. Each team had retained 13 players and then drafted two additional players to complete the 15-member squad. Oh, okay. And of course, remember, no, fr- remember, no, gentlemen, remember these players are contracted. You see, they're contracted. They get a contract to play for these teams. So, okay. it's not that they just pick and they get a pay, they get a regular pay, but they get a contract, certain sums of money. 
Okay, all right, let's move right along. We have the great news of this great new game being, uh, shall we say, birth or born out there in CWI. Yes. Can I come and finish off with the Haley Matthews because those guys that came on oh, late. Okay. Yes, we can yeah. we can go back to the Haley Matthews situation. Uh once again Haley Matthews was named as captain of the women's West Indies team, the captaincy being taken from Stephanie Taylor. And I Let's recall that Taylor scored a lot of runs, 5,298 runs in 145 ODI and taken 152 wickets and 3,121 runs in T20s with 98 wickets. And she's been around for seven years and has been the leader who was at the helm when West Indies women first virtually won the uh, won the uh, women's. Uh, T20 World Cup in 2016. Now, after a review, the selectors have decided to include it. You know, what I find interesting was the fact that they stress the leadership quality. Although Stephanie was not at her perhaps best in terms of uh, her demeanor on the field last time at the last World Cup. You know, the stress on the leadership is what has rankled me somewhat. But then maybe I'm being touchy, and you may have a different outlook. Let's hear what Virgil thinks. Um, let Virgil? Me, uh, with her situation, I think sometimes it's best once she's still in the team, because sometimes captaincy take a toll on you, and then it makes your performance itself with the ball or the bat fail. So maybe whatever happened there, it's the best thing for her so she can concentrate on what she do best. So um, I'm really happy for the other girl that um, that take over the captaincy. But for Stephanie Taylor, I just wish her all the best because I think that would make her um, a better batman, a better bowler, so she can concentrate more. All right. Thank you. Isn't that like what happened to, uh, to Holden and, and, and Bradford? You know, mm-hmm. people become a bit stale in their positions. And they, they want a little more innovation, a little bit more, um, uh, something more uh, flexible and fresh, refreshing. It's like, it's like breath rate, I guess. When I saw it this morning, I said, this, this looks like a breath rate whole situation. I'm not too sure where it goes from there. Hmm. All right, Mike, thanks for your contribution. And Leon, you brought this back to the front. Do you have something yeah. to add? Uh, I, I don't know if you guys recall when when um, Haley was suspended. Yes. That, uh, some, some folks wanted to, to hear what it, happened. It was, it was not disclosed, right? It was not disclosed. It was not disclosed. I thought right. perhaps that helped, her, that helped her quite a bit. Because perhaps in that world is closed, you know. It might have put a damp on her performance. But she took it. She took the uh, suspension and she wore it out and came back with a ban. I'm happy for her that she is able to pick up contracts around the world. And uh, Stefani, though she still listens well, right now she 
every single day she did track in the kind of contract that they that in has con, con, contra, um, attracted and according. So perhaps this will give her a wake-up call and say, come back to your best. Again, you're not finished. But when we looked at her in the World Cup, she looked so lethargic. She was running as if she was jogging. Or when balls are there to table, single um, tools, and so forth. She was not able to do that. I don't know if she's unfit or unwell. But whatever it is, I think this is an opportunity time for her to look after herself and come back and be a better, better cricketer. She's um, she's more, much more, be- uh, she's better than how she has performed in the past day towards the team. That's my take. All right. Thank you. Did you have anything else to add to what you said earlier, Audley? No, not really. Uh, no. Okay. All right. So, can we move on to the 60? And, of course, I know a lot of folks are getting excited about the 60, but uh, for those who have not heard, well, this is what the 60 is. It's another mm-hmm. new white ball cricket format being unveiled called the 60s being launched in the Caribbean in August, branding itself as Cricket Power Game. The 60 is a men's and women's competition that comes with a raft of innovations, much as the England and Wales Cricket Board flagship, the 100, did when it launched last summer. It will take place at Warner Park in St. Kitts and Nevis, before this year's Caribbean Premier League and will essentially be a T10 competition featuring the CPL six men's franchises and three women's franchises. However, the venture between the CPL and Cricket West Indies will have major new rules which aim to make the game, according to them, even faster paced and action-packed. Now, these are the formats of what's supposedly going to take place. Each batting team, although they will play with 11 players, at the fall of the sixth wicket, the innings will close. There are Hmm. two power play overs, but a third power play over is guaranteed if two sixes are struck in the first 12 balls. This power play can be taken at any time between over three and nine. And first 30 balls, that is the first five overs, will be bowled from one end. That is no change of end at the end of each over. Five consecutive overs from one end before 30 ball overs from the opposite end will be bowled. Bowlers is restricted to two overs each. There's penalty which is uh, against the team, penalty player, one player is removed from the field during the last over if the team fails to complete overs in allotted time. So mm-hmm. you will have that series of, oh, no, is it going to be him? Is it going to be he? Is it going to be Harry or Dick? And there's, of course, a mystery free hit is awarded by the fans. Not that any discussion I've seen indicate exactly how the fans will show a mystery award, the mystery free. The event, first event 
is supposed to take place uh, August 24th to 28th. And we have Pete Russell, CEO of Hero CPL, saying that the tournament will see cricket fans brought closer to the game. It sounds like a hyperbole to me. World-class men and women taking part. So there you are, gentlemen and ladies. Let's see if we can get our teeth into that one. I know it's been panned mercilessly in uh, social, some social media circles and in the newspaper. But let's hear your applaud, starting with Audley. What's your Okay, when I, when I heard you, you mentioned that, I said, okay, 60, it's just, it's just another T10 competition because, you know, 10, 6, 60, you know. Um, but then when you start to outline the rules and stuff, then I understand it's some new innovation has been introduced into cricket. And that's what we have seen now. Um, cricket is being moved into new areas, uh, you know. Here's uh, a couple of, well, Four, maybe four or five years ago, uh, you'd be thinking about the 100 and, you know, the 60 T10s and, and stuff like that. Now no, it's getting popular because they realize that in a, the, the excitement is what people love, right? We all love the excitement and, you know, to give the incentive as well because, like, if you hit two sixes in the first two overs, then automatically you're going to get a, a third power play over. Uh, you know, so when people have a target and have some incentive to go on, it's nice to dangle that carrot in front of them and, you know, they'll be inspired to go for it. And um, I, I, I think it's worth, I, I like I like this thing, getting spectators in, involved. As yeah, you, you mentioned, yeah, but it was that outline, how they're going to do that as yet. But um, mm-hmm. I, I think it's good. You want, you want participation when you're having games, you know, get, get the audience involved, the spectators involved, because that's good. And as for, as for the penalty for slow overrate, I think, it, you know, it's a good thing because um, if you're going to bowl five overs from one end, the only time you're going to have a field change is if you have a right and a left-handed batter. You have to slip across, you know, um, otherwise it's not like you're going to change bowler. And they're going to have to skip in over and, and stuff like that. So, as but I said before, only we have a left and right. Go ahead. Correction there, oddly. If you have five overs being bowled from one end, it's not obviously being bowled by the same bowler. So, if you have I know, I, a left... I, I know. Yeah, but, but my point mm-hmm. being, if you have, say, a left-handed bowler or a slow no, not bowler... bowler surely no, they will... not bowler. Not bowler, the batters. Batter, when you batter, have a left-handed yes, but... and a right-handed batter... When they, when, when, they, point, when they run a single, you have to change the field. Yeah, uh, yeah. But my point yeah, being the butter, that not the bowler. The, the, no, my point being the type of bowler will mean a change in the field placing. So would that not cause delay? But I take your point and I interrupted you. Maybe you want to finish your point. Yeah, I was about, that was just about, uh, you know, just about at the end of my, my, my point still. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's see. Look. Mackenzie, Mackenzie, what's your thought on this new 60 overs? Well, I, I, I am looking at this on a broader overview on cricket in, 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 in general. When you have these new innovations coming in, you can look for the old standards to probably begin to eradicate little by little. <laughs> you go to Wanda, 
what's happening to what, what's going to happen to, to test cricket. That's on its way down. You're going to wonder what's going to happen to T20s and T10s. Where, are, where on the calendar are you going to find space for all of these games? You know, mm-hmm. that's the thing. I don't mind it because you're going to get more people involved in the game. And what you're also doing is creating some uh, some new things that might just allow people to become more interested in cricket. And that is what you want to do. Bring people to the game. Mm-hmm. If right. this will do it, I don't know. But it's worthwhile trying. Back to you. Thank you for your in- thanks for your insight, Mackenzie. Donna, if you're hearing us, any ideas? Does this make you jump for joy hearing that the sixties is coming to St. Kitts and Nevis? <laughs> of course. Anything that is gonna be in my territory, you know, I go for it. <laughs> and it's something innovative, so I will surely look forward to it. All right. Thank and you, get some enjoyment because I do like oh. the shorter versions, eh? All right, Donna. Let's bring excitement. All right, great so. insight there from Donna. Yes. All right, Virgil. Virgil, sixties, does it make you go? It's about twenty years ago or something when my grandfather, the first time I ever saw that and he was very excited. And I, I like it from the time I say because they used to play they start about four o'clock in the afternoon and they play the T10. So you know you get in, you get in game in the afternoon. When everybody finish work, you get in, you get in a game in the afternoon. So it's very excited, and it's a very short. So if you can't get time to play regular game, at least you get a chance to play that because you only um, go for a shorter time. And everybody will have the everybody will have the audience. And you also stated that um, they, they will go like five over from one side. Okay, in Ladder Hill here we had a ground. There was no houses around. All of a sudden. Houses came, and we was playing from both ends. And every time somebody hit a ball, it hit on the house roof. We, the players of our team, had to pay for the roof. So we decided to make it one end and play from one end, okay? So we were bowling from the south end, and every team come there to play against us. They complain, oh, this is not cricket. Cricket doesn't play from one end. But you have to make it work, just like how these guys are doing. Say, okay, they're going to bowl five over or something from one end. It's just part of the game. Both sides playing from the same side. It doesn't make a difference as long as you play the game. So, and, and it will help speed it up also too. So it, 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 it's something good for. It's good for a lot of people. It's good. It's not Virgil, but when you say a part of the game, but it's a part of the evolution. It continues to evolve. A different speed. Yeah. Oh, inside there, um, you know, before before I ask Leon for his take. I must mention that Chris Gale is the ambassador for this new white ball format in the Caribbean. And Leon, you know, I've mm-hmm. seen it being panned in the social media area. They're really taking it as ridiculous, as crazy, as stupid, and silly. <laughs> What's your take, Leon? Is it that bad? Yeah, I don't think it's that bad. And if you notice, gentlemen, all these teams that are, or countries that are involved in the big bash in Australia, India, Pakistan. They're having extra games. Um, Pakistan, for instance, are bringing in the under-19 franchise cricket. Over in Australia, they make changes to the, to the 
in their blast and do a lot more innovation. I see nothing wrong with it, you know, it's worth a try. Westerners need to do something to attract other players because obviously more players will be involved. I, I, I look at it because not every player is going to be given a contract to, to in, in the CPL. And we're crying for more cricket in that area. And it's not going to be one. I, I think in, all in all, it's going to be good for cricket and good for the popularity of the game. And I see nothing wrong with it. Let's see how it works. Before we, we yeah, jump yeah. to conclusion and just uh, rule it out, I think it's worth trying. I worth pursuing, and who knows how far it could reach. You can reach the Spanish. I'm for one to see cricket uh, taking Puerto Rico and all these countries around. Why not? Why not try? Me just so, bring some new 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 horizons. Open some new horizons in the, in the cricket world. Do you think, Leon, that it's just our grapes being coming from other countries because most of the um, negative comments I've read about this is not very flattering for the island. So do you think it's just, uh, what do you think? Because it's somebody else or if Australia had done this, it would have been okay. If if England had done it, it's okay. But because it's coming from the Caribbean, then uh, they're trying to... Nothing is wrong with it. Nothing is wrong. It's worth pursuing and give them the support. And then if it fails, mm-hmm. then you see that. But you can't, you know, write it off before you see at least one tournament go and come to fruition. So I have nothing to say negative about it. I would say, like I always say with the three formats that we have, regular formats, that all three formats say, test cricket. What about one day and what about, They have their part to play. And you're saying, what, what about, about the co- Sorry, Leon. What about the comments that world-class players will participate in this tournament? Does that ring true or hollow? Well, well if world-class cricket is so much better, if the world-class yes. cricketer, we, 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 we yes. will have our youth, youth learning from them. We will have mm. our youth rubbing shoulders to them. And who, who knows? Right. We yeah. may just get some new players arising out of nowhere. So I, I, I'm not going to write it off. I'm not going to count it down. But I, I would love to see that all I need to see Virgil, is that test cricket remains, ODI remains, and T20 remains. And the other side, and cricket can also play. And I'm happy. Um, okay. um, Dennis, yeah. do, do, you, yeah. do you see what Australia is doing with the Big Bash? They are expanding their recruiting by uh, by getting overseas players into the big bash. Yep. Then, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. But they are going to bring in at least three per team, three overseas players, and and no. and they have written all written up. So you have. They're going to be doing like Arctic India and the IPL. Yeah. Gold, mm-hmm. silver, and bronze. Yeah. So. Australia is expanding its recruiting for the Big Bash next season. But the big all about promotion. Mm-hmm. That's the right. And it's about competing with the IPL because the IPL mm-hmm. has been very, very successful financially. So the big, the big question, of course, is 
as I think somebody pointed out, I forgot which one of our panelists pointed out, that you will have a lot of these games taking place around the globe. Are there going to be clashes in terms of, um, you know, dates being players wanting to play in, say, the Big Bash, but, of course, they have the loyalty to CPL or they have a loyalty to IPL or something. In other words, the calendar for cricket is getting so tight these days. Do we have room, do we have the time to bring in a new venture like this? That's going to be the challenge for the ICC. Well, um, well can, I come in? Can, can, I, can I come in here? Okay, um, the, the, the next pub, most popular game after those three official ICC format is the T10. And it's been playing okay. Dubai and, and, and other places, uh, right? And we have no conflict with that. You gotta, you gotta reach a point where you, 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 um, you realize that the same cricketers, although they would like to play in all the different domestic um, leagues going on, cannot fulfill all those obligations, and they won't be drafted exactly. for. They won't get drafted for all those. It opens opportunities for other players to get into, into those teams and to shine too. Right, so it, it's, they are not creating a situation just a certain for the, the, the already established international stars of a T10 and T20. It's an opportunity for other cricketers, you know, others that are not drafted for the number one, the number one T20 IPL, and others. They have other people. Every year after the IPL, there are hundreds of players who are, who are not drafted, you know, and they are there and they want to they want they want to play cricket too. Right, and um, just to switch to the incentive, I remember Big Bash was it the Big Bash? I think they brought in the thing that uh, for the first five overs, if um, mm-hmm. you, you, the score, the, the team that batted first make a certain amount, and if the, the team that batted second don't get that score, uh, or should they pass that with uh, after five overs, they get incentive, they get points for it. So that is something that is, that again is ever evolving, right? So um, some some people, the bigger um, cricketing nations, may be saying, look, the, the, you know, we may implement. It. Um, when I say we, I mean the Caribbean, maybe in, implementing something that will catch on. I will say, no, it did, it, it did not come out of Australia, England, or, or whatever. So it, I, I like the thing that the, with the sixty and uh, whatever. After six wickets fall, that's it. You know, it's it, 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 it different from the rest. It's something different, mm. and 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 I, right. I, I think it'll catch on. I hope that you catch on and come to the catch on. But All right, right. I'm, I'm with you, Arlene. I'm entirely with you. One one point of, to consider, of course, though, is the uh, effect it will have on the cricket schedule around the world. Remember, a week ago or so, we were discussing Mr. Greaves saying. Test cricket may be on the wane because there's just no room in the um, in the schedule. India is about to improve or de- demand or take or get more time for their IPL team franchises when they uh, sort of increase the number of teams in that uh, IPL series. So we're talking about time to play these games. Will the Calendar get too crowded, causing but, but too Dennis, much competition. Dennis, they, they, Dennis, they all don't have to be international games, because while while um, 
right now the T10 has been going on for some years and there's no really um, international T10 playing against countries. Right, the just T10 is just being played. Ah, uh, Devin, you don't have to look. Just hold on a little for me. There are 12. Mr. McKenzie. Mr. McKenzie. Mr. McKenzie, hold on. Yeah, yeah. What is what is happening? What is happening with the T10? T10 has T10 has the countries that are playing test cricket has. Yes, yes, Dennis. So uh, as I'm Go saying, ahead. you you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't have to be that that is international cricket because although the T10 is popular, it's been played in different countries, it's been played in Africa, Europe, and stuff like that. It's not been played um, at the international level like like what the ICC have to make room for. Maybe eventually, but at least for the time, you just have to do what you have to do and see what happens. They're still playing T10, the, the, the most popular the Dubai tournament. And you have others playing right here in Florida. I mean, in Florida, you have the T10, Mass T10, and this one, a lot of T10 going being played. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to, you're going to have the United States T10 um, playing against another one in international cricket. So you're going to have a lot of domestic cricket like that going on. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they have to have a, a window. So while they're going with their stuff, Different countries playing the same time. We just have we just want cricket being played. That's all right. Thank you, Audley. Let's see if we can give Mackenzie the last word on this one. Mackenzie, come in. On the T10? Yes, go ahead. Well, as I said a while ago, (laughs) sorry, there are nine countries that that are not tested playing countries. The okay. ICC covers all of them. Nine, nine, nine countries that are associates and 12 test playing countries. So the challenge is how do you bring the competitions in that all of them get a chance to play? And that's really going to have the T10s coming in for the associates and the T20 and the Big Bash will be joined from these test playing countries. Australia and India will be practicing from there. Back to you. All right. Thank you for that final word on that, Mackenzie. And now let's see. The uh, Commonwealth Games is just around the corner. Opening game will be on opening play on July the 29th. And uh, Australia and India will open the first match. And eight teams will participate in the Commonwealth Game Cricket Tournament. Sri Lanka, Australia, England, India, New Zealand, Pakistan, South Africa, and we will have, representing the West Indies, Barbados. And uh, the, the grouping is Group A, Australia, India, Barbados, Pakistan. Group B, England, New Zealand, South Africa, Sri Lanka. And before we go into the discussion, we might just clar- clear up why Barbados is the representing team in the islands. And that's because 
I think over COVID and other happenings, we were not able to play. And of course, it makes sense. This is a West Indian team. So because Barbados was uh, the winner of a competition, they are designated as the representative team for the West Indies. And I like that idea. And of course, Barbados That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and this, that, this is a woman's team, right? Yeah, this is women's team we're talking about. Not yeah, men. women's team. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. So, Haley, I, might I you get, get a chance to leave the West Indies now again? Again. So, okay, let's kick this one off with just Donna. The women's team, we have uh, the Barbados women's team representing the West Indies at the Commonwealth Games. How do you see this, Donna? Well, oh, no. I, don't, I, I don't have much to say about it, but whoever, as long as the West Indies is there and they can go there and perform, I have no problem with it. And if they had been selected from a tournament that we have and they were with the winners, I have no problem with it whatsoever. Indeed, indeed. Thank okay. you so much. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Let's hear from Virgil. Are you talking about the women team? Yes, in the Commonwealth Games. Okay, I, I, I'm going to pass on that. Cause I, didn't, I did not hear the whole conversation about that. So go ahead and do. All right, let's hear Audley. Well, I, I think it, it makes sense for the for the champions to to represent the region. You, you know, um, it, it's 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 one of the thing. It's one of the thing while 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 in soccer. You know, we say like um, soccer with the West Indies will never be represented in in, in, in soccer. It has to be individual nations, and um, yeah. that's one of the way that it could be solved. Um, it's being used, and I, I like it. You know, like they, 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 it's almost like the Gold Cup in soccer or, or whatever. The champions from the region then will now represent the West Indies, so it's much easier. Uh, I, I go along with that. Thank you. Leon, yeah. your take? Yeah, I, I have some issues with it. I, I, I don't see why even though Barbados are the championship, I don't, are the champion, I don't see the reason why other players cannot be included in the Barbados side since it's going to be represented in the West Indies. It's not Barbados that represented in the West Indies. Say, for instance, you had a team that went to the World Cup, right? A woman went to the World Cup. And if, if Stefani Taylor is good enough, I, would, I wouldn't see anything wrong with her being included. But yeah. they have made a decision and we have to live with it. But I didn't see anything wrong with other players, some other. Um, Alicia Mohammed, girl from Trinidad, and Effie Fletcher from the Windward Island. If they are good no, enough, right. that's, that's they should be included. Yeah, if, if, if they're good enough to be selected, it's not, not the champ, even though it's a champion side, they have gotten their, their, their prizes already. And then to yeah. give them another one without these other players, we can decide. But they made a decision, it's a decision. But I would have gone, if I had anything to do with it, I would have gone for players and say, we're going to include these other players in the side of the to make it a little stronger. So- well, all right, Mackenzie. Leon, I think I think this is the equivalent yeah. to when um, 
the, the winner for the West Indies tournament used to join um, the, the club champions, and when they have the champion of champions, when mm-hmm. when Pollard when Pollard went and captain Mumbai Indians, and somebody yeah. had to take over and, and things. So it, it, it's in the same vein, you know. So the champion side, the champion side does represent the region. Let me ask you a question here. Is they playing against other country or are they playing against the state, just like the state team or, or something in, in, in that country? They're, they're huh? playing against other, other countries from the Commonwealth. Um, the Commonwealth Virgil. Games are talking they, about, Virgil. It's a yeah, but what, 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 country, what, what other country they're playing in the Commonwealth is it? All, Which other all those like? that enter from, oh. from the Commonwealth. Let, all other teams give, that have entered from the Commonwealth. Let me give you the list, Jirajil. It's Sri Lanka, yeah. Australia, England, India, New Zealand, Pakistan, South Africa, and representing the West Indies is Barbados. One other question before I make a statement. Is Sri Lanka team, mm-hmm. I'm going to call Sri Lanka team, is Sri Lanka team picking from the whole Sri Lanka or are they picking from one of the, 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 no. the, the, um, the, the national team? The national, they're not the national team. If they play for the national team, West Indies doing a dirty, dirty stuff to all players. Yes. Because yes. if these other teams playing, their country playing, and they know, because before Sri Lanka have that team, they, they're playing against, um, if they have state, okay, let me call it state. I don't know what they have. If they have different state, playing against different oh. state. That's their competition the there. And then, and then they pick their team to play for their country. Now, the same thing we do in the West Indies, and they should not be a yes, separate sir. country go and play, and we have a West Indian team not going and playing. Uh, I agree. They're, doing the rest I of them. Agree. they're, 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 they're treating the rest. The people who represent we, the West Indies people, they are treating those people bad. Yeah. And it's unfair. Well, you know, Virgil, I, in, in some ways I do really do agree with you because we have the opportunity and we have picked a West Indies team to go to play in the World Cup recently. Mm-hmm. Why could we not have picked a, world, a, a West Indian team to represent the West Indies in the Commonwealth Games? But be that as it may, it's possible that what happened because of the COVID and the lack of preparation and the, the, the problems that were very evident, the Cricket West Indies, which must have been the team that made the selection, I'm assuming they made the selection, um, must have decided that it was easier to use that route, thinking that the Barbados team was probably the strongest in the Caribbean. But that's the one way of looking at it. You could have, you could have been a... You could have been a good lawyer <laughs> for representing the stupidity of West Indies. That's the mistake they make, right? <laughs> so don't polish, don't polish it up for them, man. Just, just give them the truth. Don't, well, don't not, polish it up for the them. West because, Indian, do, uh, Virgil, you're getting no, it wrong. No, no. It's not the West Indies decide that. It, 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 it's the Commonwealth Games organizers. Because so, um, you want to tell this, this is a, this is an individual nation thing. Look, this is an individual yes. nation thing. It's just like World Cup soccer. Yes. You have to you have to yes. qualify it as an individual island or country. Mm. You you can pick one from here, one from here, and and play. It, that, that's they, why each we, country, that's why yes. each of the territory has their own game that's sent to the Commonwealth mm-hmm. game. 
you know, mix up, okay. mix up, mix we up. Have, so, okay. um, in this case, I'm not going to mix up foot. I'm not going to mix up football and cricket. No, I'm going to no, put cricket no, wait, with wait, cricket. We have to. Wait. We have no, 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 no. Wait, we wait, wait, wait. I'm going to put cricket with cricket. When we have the World Cup, who go and represent us for the World Cup? That, that because because it, it, that's it cricket World Cup. The West Indies is recognized uh, as okay. a West Indian so, team. Now, when you have okay. a, when you have an event where you have, you are say having individual countries sending people to represent them, it's a different thing, right? You, we don't have a West Indies uh, a, a West Indies hockey team. We don't have a West Indies um, football yeah, team going going to, going to, going to World Cup. We don't have a West Indies whole other stuff. It's a unique situation where because when when they start playing cricket, where the West Indies they had a federation and then so everybody was like one, right? Yeah, and uh, they continue that football. way we to have a West, West Indies football. But we don't but, have a West Indies football neither. It, it, look, so it we just, have to it just, in, like, we have to do it for ourselves. Look, it's not, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. It's, not, it's not just no, not no, 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 what I'm saying. When, no, those, no, what I'm saying. We don't have a West Indies football team. No, what I'm saying. We don't have a West Indies football team. I'm not saying it'll happen. Yes or no. So we have to represent ourselves. Mm. We have a West Indies. When we have the World Cup, when we have anything, is the West Indies, all, all the country in the West Indies, representing the West Indies. Right. So it, 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 it only, be, it, it it only not, happen in cricket. No, it only happen in cricket. Yeah, and but, that is why, that's where we get our strongest team. And because England yeah. was, was then in charge of all the West Indies, so they brought the, the different islands so, together to form a team. But when you have certain events like soccer and, and everybody have to be an individual country that represents represent their country. Australia, Australia have one team that does Tasmania have a team going through inside there? No. No, but uh, no, Australia, Australia. But Australia Tasmania have is a part of Australia. Hey, Tasmania does not have different government from Australia. Don't, don't get that mixed no, up. No, Tasmania is a part of Australia, although, although they are an island. Although they are not on the mainland. They're not the mainland, but they are ruled by Australia. Okay, let me ask you something. All right, we're not going to reach anywhere. Let me, no, no, wait, wait. Let me ask you. I got to ask you a question. I got to ask a question. You yes. tell me which one of the Caribbean islands that we have, Caribbean countries that have the same government that in West Indies team are playing. All of them is different, but we come together as one. Yes. And it should and not be. And I'm telling you, and I'm telling be, you, because of what happened in the past with the West Indies team, because England ruled everybody. So it was like one. It was more or less. But everybody what, gets what? the independence. And, and in, mm-hmm. in cricket, it is accepted, right? Like World Cup and because the West Indies represent one region. But when you're having just like cricket, um, football, soccer, thing, and when you're having world championship, that's why you don't have a world championship, a West Indies world championship team going to, going to uh, or, hey, Oregon. Because every, every island represents themselves. No, no, we cannot go there because if we're going to talk about Great Britain, we're going to talk yeah, about England. We can't England. change that. We England cannot have change a cricket that. Team for this. Hold on, it's not hold, on, change, hold on, hold let, let us stop no, no, about hold it. on. You're talking but, about individuals. Look at, look, look, look at Great Britain. Great Britain has probably about three teams who go to the World Cup. They have England, which, play for, which, which, is, which is Great Britain, and they have Scotland, which still play, and it's still Great Britain. Nobody complain about that, but that's just the way it is. But we can't say we have a West Indies team. We have a West Indies but, team and we should not have a world but, 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 Virgil, but Virgil, but Virgil, Virgil, you notice that, you notice that um, Scotland have their own, they don't play with England, Scotland have their own cricket team. Ireland yeah, but what have their own cricket team. One, yeah, but it's it, one they're country. Not, they're not, 
Let's have some order in the house, please, gentlemen. All right. I'm just saying one country. Am I wrong? Virgil? It is one country or more than one country? Virgil, Virgil, you have yeah. you have made you have made reasonably good points, and I accept that your insight is well well appreciated. What we need to accept is that there were some difficulties that may have arisen because of COVID and naming a team, and this was the decision made by somebody I'm not sure whom. But be that as it may, let's take this opportunity to welcome Coach Jatin and hear what he has to say on this particular topic, if anything. Coach Jatin, welcome to the Cricket Show. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Jatin. I'm not sure what's going on, because I just joined. <laughs> okay. Right. We're waiting right. for you to just start flowing. <laughs> <laughs> We were discussing uh, um, the Commonwealth Games and the fact that Barbados will be representing the West Indies at the Commonwealth Game, which starts next month in the United States. Barbados will be the team from the West Indies. That was the subject of the uh, discussion. I don't know if you have anything quickly before we welcome uh, Simon. Go ahead. Now, let's go ahead and welcome Simon, then I'll continue. All right. Simon. Simon. Welcome and a very good evening to you, gentlemen and ladies. I'm so happy to be here with you once again. And I'm going to say good evening to Mr. Leon, Dennis, Cardinal, Audley, Virgil, Mr. Patel, Jetno, Ivor Henry, um, Mr. McKenzie, and I cannot, I cannot forget Virgil twice, and he knows why. Have a wonderful <laughs> evening all. We hope we aired, had a wonderful week. And we're looking forward to a much better week this week. Good evening, Simon. And a very good evening to you. Thank you. All right. If uh, Coach wants to leave that, we can move on. Did you have any comments now, Coach, or shall we just move on? I think we need to move on because I'm not sure what's going on as far as the West Indies is concerned, but I can see there may be a question mark or some disagreement. Definitely, as only one country is representing West Indies, this will have a better chance to represent some other countries too, you know, because Commonwealth is a completely like a U.S. Olympic type of platform. So we can't say West Indies or CARICOM, which is almost 42 countries, can go together. It's got to be based on the country, and that's how that format is. All right. Thank, thank you, Coach. Thank you, Coach. All right. I think it's time we put this subject to bed and move on to other matters. Uh, recently, we had Heather Knight, the England's women cricket captain, rebuking the ICC chairman, Greg Barkley, because of his statements widely published in the media Knight described Greg Barclay's comment regarding no room for test cricket in the women's game as hmm. dangerous message. Knight said the comments from Barclay made me sad as a player. I want to play test cricket, 
It is seen by a lot of people as the pinnacle. I think it is quite a dangerous message to send that women shouldn't be playing what is seen as the pinnacle of the game. We shouldn't limit what women's cricket should be and can do. And, of course, to start this discussion off, I'm going to pick on Donna again. Are you with us on this one, Donna? Donna? Um, as far as I'm concerned, right, if women in cricket want to play test cricket, they're the ones who, who are fit and in position to say what they can and cannot do. No men supposed to stand on the sidelines and say what women can and can do. So I agree with the lady. Excellent. Thank you for your contribution. <laughs> Coach Jatin, all right. Maybe you have an insight on this one. Can we hear it? Uh, yes. Uh, to me, always I say test cricket is dying. But sooner or later, somebody has to unplug it, you know. <laughs> and the more this uh, shorter version of game is making popularity and if they are increasing number of T20 games compared to test match. So what is the point to deal with it? And I will say I will not be disappointed if the women are only playing ODI and T20 because those are the good enough uh, formats uh, to expand and the more countries can play. Let me let me jump in here because women are already playing test cricket. When we have the um, the ashes in our trade the other day, it's not only the men were down there to play. A woman's team was down there playing test cricket. So Australia won won the ashes and the other side of the ashes women play that play play down there. So there is there's there's a sort of a precedent being set already for women, the table is set for women's chess cricket. So, just expand it. So All right. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. I wonder, does Simon have any thoughts on this one? Oh, well, I just came in on the tail end of it, but um, if you can give, bring me up to date with it, see if I have something I can come in with. But I'm saying if women are playing cricket, men are playing cricket, I don't see any difference. I would say women also should be allowed to play test cricket. I don't see there would be any difference. And that's my opinion. Thank you, Thank you Simon. We'll get into it some more. Going up the chain, let's hear from Audley. What's your take on this comment from Heather Knight? I, I totally agree with Heather Knight. I mean, for, for a person in high, high position to um, look and point blank, say there's no place in, in test cricket for, for women, uh, I, I mean, that, 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 that sounds outlandish to me. And um, that, that, that's saying to the ladies, um, you're coming into cricket. I know right now we have test cricket is being played um, far between, you know, I mean, very few test cricket when it comes to ladies. And in, instead of playing less, they, they should be in doing like what Australia and England does. When the ladies play ash cricket, uh, play for the ashes, the, the ladies, they play test, test cricket, ODIs, and T20. And that consists of the ashes, series. And so at least away from the, you, you, you get to pummel the ball in the T20, a little more concentration in the 50 overs. And then the, 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 the big way to, to bat and stay out there and, you know, 
make big runs and stuff like that in tests. All three formats is necessary. So you, you don't have to be playing. You're not going to see, um, I don't think you're going to see the ladies playing three test match series. And they, 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 but they play test matches in four days. But every, every series, not, not every series really, but, but quite often, you know, with the West, with Western, they say, um, tour in Pakistan or, or England. There should be at least one test, one test match for, for, for ladies inside there. Um, um, the, the, this lady from the only one that um, I forget her name right now from the land of Darren Sammy, uh, George. I think it's her name, some, something George. George is her last name. She she played. She, she's the only West Indian to, to make a, a century in Test cricket, and 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 she only played the one Test match, just one Test match. She was the captain, and that's it. I mean, we we know well they have very few Test matches, but to come out outright and say there's no space for for women's test, test matches. No, I don't agree. They just need to organize the tours and make space for at least one test match. They want to have it on the resume. Back to you. All right. Thank you. Leon, let's hear your thoughts. Yes, yeah, I'm going to start to say ICC has failed women's cricket. If, if the head can come out and say things like that, I can yeah. for the life of me. For the life of me, you're going to make a statement like that. You have failed. You have failed because it's your responsibility to, to promote the game, not to kill it. And when you make a statement like that, if all the countries are unqualified, I can understand. Those teams, in recent times, we have a, two teams playing in Australia and they didn't not attract 100,000 people. I'm telling you, this is ridiculous. It's out of order. And you know, I think we should have a rich because it's not fair to the women and women cricket around the world. That's my case. Thank you, Leon. Virgil, let's hear your thoughts on this one. If 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 that information is coming from somebody yes. in ICC, they need to be yes, they need is. to get rid of that person. Instead of get rid of the test cricket, they need to get rid of that person because as Mr. Frank said, you inside there, you're supposed to be promoting cricket. And not put us out there bashing it just like that. Even they have that view, keep it to yourself. Don't go straight outside there because, you know, so if let somebody outside of ICC talk about that, that's not you the one that inside that the people put you in there to help promote the game and then you trying to do something like that. Because if, if it's good for the woman, you're not going to have all the, all the countries in the world not going to play test cricket, you know. It's the same thing with T20 exactly. one day. All the countries that in the world is not going to play. Some of the countries that are coming up, they play maybe the T10 or some play T20 or something like that. Some of them are not going to play um, one day game. So it is, everything is good for everybody, but somebody in the ICT could never come out and say something like that because, you know, something, that means you're in there for your personal reason, not for the, not, not for the cricket game. Can right, I add one thing, Dennis? Can yes, I just add one thing here? Heather Knight yes. is the right person to say that because she is the only female cricketer to have scored a, a century in test, a century in ODI, and a century in T20. So she's the mm-hmm. very right person to say that. And you want to give other ladies who have scored century in ODIs and maybe, I don't know, and those who have scored century in, in T20 to have a chance to score a century also, also in Test match. So she is the right person to say it. Back to you. Let, 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 you. Let, me just, let me just add something there. What I hate, I hate when mm-hmm. man itself, I hate when man itself get up and want to, like, control woman and tell woman what to do and what not to do. 
And it is, it is, if I'm going on, and that thing needs to stop. A man, a man, I believe he can do everything, but a woman place supposed to be this place or that place. And they need to cut that crap out. Uh, all right, thank you. One other comment. One other comment. It's appalling that other countries are leaders. Yeah, Roger, um, Alma said she agrees with you. She heard you. She said she agrees with you. All right. Thank, thank, thank you for that interjection, Simon. Leon has the floor. No, I was saying it's appalling that other countries, uh, countries, cricketing countries, did not come out against the station. More people should have come out. Let him know. Let him know that, that people are listening to what he's saying. Because that is really, really... Well, we, very well, I hope, Leon, that other nations, cricketing nations, will wake up and, of course, add their thoughts to this idea. And for Virgil, I must tell him that, yes, this gentleman is the independent director of the ICC. So, obviously, when he speaks, I think he's speaking on behalf or for the ICC. I'm not sure why he has the title of independent director. But that is his title, and he is part of the ICC. And uh, what he says, I believe, is being echoed by the echo, perhaps, of the ICC. Is there any correction on that, Coach Jatin, that you can give us? Um, well, sometimes um, we um, Dennis, there's a... Wait, wait. There's Mackenzie, one second. Let's, let's hear Coach Jatin, please. Go ahead, Coach. Um, Cricket Association. And uh, just recently, right. a woman okay. became the head of that department of that organization. So expect. Okay. Coach JT, the question. Uh, first of all, uh, first of all, we don't need to assume what the independent directors say because this independent director position is not a authority on behalf of the committee or the panel whatever the ICC has independent directors role is completely different and I believe in this scenario or case this person has expressed his opinion it is not something coming out of ICC, because over the years, in my opinion, ICC does not make this kind of statement. Even they went out from this ODI status for 104 teams, including all associates to play the T20, and the way they are expanding the World Cup, and the way they are targeting the 2028 Olympics. There is no comma or full stop for any level of cricket in the world. So this is a little bit disturbing for sure, but I will not take it as a granted, like whatever this person is saying will be the maybe decision or outcome from the ICC side. We have a long way to go, but it's definitely one thing is for sure that lower or shorter version of the games has a more popularity in terms of the fans and money both, and that will definitely impact the longer format of the version, which is the test, just like it's happening in a man. Yeah, but Coach, he, the independent director, is he appointed or is he voted in? or Who pays his salary and who exactly, what exactly is he speaking for? Who is he speaking for? 
the what independent you know? directors are mostly the appointed people by the committee so usually right. they have a process to look out for the right candidate and they sort and this and the committee has to approve this independent director to be part of the organization as the my information concern or uh, as much as i know these are not the salary position these people has to work based on the compensation and the needs of the icc but why Dennis, if these options go ahead leon no i'm saying ahead, why the icc hasn't come out and and um, tell the public the views if this guy is that is what i'm going to say it is not something official from the icc side if the icc has to make the statement he has to go through the committee or the panel whatever they have set for to decide certain things so until then this can be a just statement and somebody is trying to make a big thing out of it but but the point is and i accept that uh, comment uh, coach jatin but i think leon has a point if this person this independent director is appointed and he makes a statement which reflects on the icc it's incumbent on the icc to respond to the public because icc claim their role is to uh you know improve and bring the game to a wider audience and by the statement that the independent director is making it's not quite what the icc is telling us so what we expect is probably within a week or two we will see a counter release or some sort of statement which can make the official statement about are they aligned to this opinion or not you know they will clarify the situation because these are things can happen for any sport when you have organization with the plenty of people working at all level and top to bottom there is no way to control each and every one so it happens but i would say the statement from icc is about to follow within two weeks thank Dennis, you can all i right. say something can i just say something yes, please go right yeah, ahead my, my question is why would you wait until two weeks to to clarify something that that's been circulated Uh, all all over the world and even getting us hot under yeah. the collar right here and the, and you. when from his position where he speaks he carries a lot of mustard you know i mean yeah. <laughs> i mean the independent uh, you, you know director or whatever yeah, from yeah. from the icc and it's also two minutes after eight o'clock so it's wearing the lawrence yagaro back to you dennis thank you. thank you thank you for that uh, comment there um, coach thank you oddly for uh, you know the follow-up and i tend to agree with uh leon and with of course virgil that perhaps in view of the fact that he's carrying the title as director of the icc then we should expect that the icc would have either rebuked him immediately or come out with a statement to say this statement reflects a personal opinion not the views of the icc and i don't think i've seen that statement anywhere but perhaps if somebody has has seen it and wish to bring it to our attention we'd be happy to uh you know listen so um we should look now at what's happening in the minor league cricket because we know minor league cricket has started with a bang the total mm-hmm. money available 
uh, in the minor league cricket this year has been increased by 40% from last year. And the championship winning team this year will have uh, 150000 as their prize money. Certainly a lot of corns to tempt teams to participate in the minor league. Uh, I should tell you that the MLC Network YouTube channel is carrying all matches and of course selected match of the week. With, uh, who is doing that to me in the background there? Selected match of the week will be available on Facebook Cricket Community page as well as select premium broadcasts will be available on Willow TV across the USA. So now let me give the scores from the completed matches that we have from yesterday. And I, won't, I can tell you just the winners of the matches yesterday. Chicago Tigers beat St. Louis Americans. Dallas Mustang beat Houston Hurricanes. Fort Lauderdale Lions beat Atlanta Fire. East Bay Blazers beat the Seattle Thunderbolts. Empire State Titans. No, 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 that's a correction. Atlanta Fire beat the Fort Lauderdale. Atlanta Fire beat Fort Lauderdale. I think I said that. Yes, Fort Lauderdale scored 128 for 80, 20 overs, and Atlanta Fire was 131 for 4 in 13 overs. Okay, so Atlanta Fire won that match. Yes. Yes, I think that is what I said, Coach. Um, no. East Bay Blade. That's not what I said. <laughs> no, it, it, no, it's a Fort Lauderdale win the game. Whatever it is. Yeah, my that's what you said. That's what you correct. I yeah. correction. <laughs> yeah. My, my apologies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Seattle Thunderbolt lost the match to East Bay Blazers. Empire State Titans beat Somerset. New Jersey Somerset Cavaliers. The Philadelphians lost their match to New England Eagles. Uh, I did not get the results for Orlando Galaxy and Morrisville Raptors. Perhaps you have a result for me, Coach? I will not be able to speak on that particular thing because you guys may know that I'm the assistant coach to Orlando Galaxy this year. As a student convention, Paul is leading as a head coach. Uh, This is the minor league decision about uh, game. That's what I will say. (laughs) All right, mm. all right. I obviously sound like there's something there, but did, did I see that there was an abandoned match? Was this the abandoned match between Galaxy and Morrisville? Yes, Anybody it is abandoned. Called off. It is a called off, it's, but there right, is a right, thing right. going on with My, the Morrisville team, and we have to wait and watch how these uh, minor okay. league administration handles it. And uh, okay, this is not apologies. a new. If you recall last year. This Orlando Galaxy do had a similar incident in Orlando where they had to call off the game. So this is like unfortunate to see that the game gets in dispute at very early stage of the season. I must say, Coach, that I was not aware from my research as to what may have caused the abandonment of the game. And I wasn't attempting to uh, suggest or imply anything other than looking for a result. And I note that there, the game was abandoned, but for what reason, I do not and could not say. Anyway, moving um, on. The man, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask a question about them game. I know um, Saturday it rained cats and dogs down here, so I don't know if any game that play at Broward Stadium, if um, 
if okay. those that won the game to call off because I know you win cats and dogs. And yes, I'll, if you're going on, I would like to know about the score because I think in one of those matches, I think um, I think Rakim Khan was playing in one of those matches. And I don't know if someone told me get 90 something or 99 or something like that. Uh, well, uh, Virgil, thank you for your input there. The game was indeed scheduled to be played at Broward County, so possibly the rain had some effect, but I could not confirm that. I cannot give you any additional information. And because of time, we did not choose to give you the scores for all the team because it would be too much. But we can give that to you at a later time if you wish to contact me again. Um, continuing, we have Manhattan Yorkers beating New Jersey Stallions. Uh, Silicon Valley Strikers, I think they were the champions last year. They beat the Hollywood Master Blasters. And Golden State Grizzlies <coughs> beat the SoCal Lashings. Now, there are at least 10 matches being played today, Sunday. And some of them are already completed. But unfortunately, because of the time of our going to... Uh, uh, begin our show. We do not have all the results, so we'll have to get those to you maybe the next time we're on air, unless somebody else that happens to have them and can share them with us now. So that's that for that. Um, the, uh, the, the, uh, I'm not sure whether anyone needs any more comments on those particular uh, scores, otherwise we'll move on to next week's uh, matches. Any comments on my, my, my comment, my comment is under what conditions are these matches played? I don't you know. It's nice to have cricket around the place, but I like to see improved facilities. That means the playing fields are looking better, they prevent injuries, and that at least you have a more to come of umpiring taking place. I don't right. just want cricket playing for cricket's cricket sake. I want the cricket right. playing at a level of, that you can appreciate it, sure. at a level uh, of safety, at a level right. of competence. The SDR, they are 37 for 7. And I got to say the San Diego. It's 37 for 7. Is that a bad today? Yeah, they're, they're playing right now. Who's playing in San Diego? Um, the, San, the San Diego, wait, uh, the SDA. And I can't see what they, they, never, they, they didn't show the other team yet or whatever. But they, oh, oh, San Diego Surf Riders playing the Golden State Grizzlies. Okay, and well, the San the Diego Golden... Surf Riders is 37, 36 to 7. Ooh. Um, <laughs> that, sounds like, that sounds like a true lashing in the making there. Anyway, Mackenzie, back to your comment. Your comment about... Uh, I, I'm not sure where it's coming from in terms of did you have something more specific because you sound like you're hinting at something that we are not aware of. This game, these days, the minor league game seems to be professionally organized with good umpires and that good playing facilities. What are you saying that we are not aware of, Max? 
Mackenzie? Mackenzie, okay, you open yes. the door, but you know. Well, um, <laughs> I, I, I am, I am not conversant with things all over the United States, but I'm right. in Texas here, right in my little area here. There are at yes. least a few good grounds around, right? And uh, in some instances, the local government, like in, in like in um, Sugarland. The, the the local government up there fixes mm-hmm. the ground for the players, right? Mark. So I don't Mark. know what's happening in other states, but I do would I would what I would really appreciate to see their conditions Mark. are made safe Mark. Mark. and Mark. a level of umpiring take place. Right, thank you, thank you. Somebody back there is constantly throwing buttercups around. Please, please, whoever it is, can you help us? You know, the disturbance is uh, somewhat annoying and uh, (coughs) causing a problem. But Mackenzie, to get back to your statement, these games are, dare I say, professionally organized in grounds that have facilities including your own local ground and Pearland. So I'm not sure from where your comment is coming, but I know there's a lot of professionalism taking place in these particular matches, you know, from the organization to the fields and uh, all aspects of the game is well controlled. So uh, I think perhaps we need to talk a little bit more maybe off air about some of the... uh, requirements for these matches in case you're not fully fully aware of I'm not aware of what's happening outside of this area. I'm not aware of it. All right. right. Well we can we can get into that again another day. Let's look at the matches upcoming for next weekend. Uh, we have on Friday, July the first, Houston Houston will play Chicago Blasters at Prairie View. 4.30 p.m. That's a good ground. Very good ground out there. Morrisville will play New Jersey Cavaliers at Church Street at 6 p.m. Lone Star Athletics will play Michigan Stars at Musa Stadium at 4 p.m. These are games due to be played on Friday, July the 1st. Saturday, July the 2nd, we'll have East Bay against uh, East Bay Blazers against Dallas Mustangs, Golden State Grizzlies against Michigan Stars at Prairie View, 10.30, Hollywood Buster Blasters against Chicago Blasters, Prairie View, 11 a.m., Lone Star Athletic against Seattle Thunder at Musa Stadium, 2.30, Houston Hurricane against Silicon Valley Strikers, Prairie View, 3 p.m., SoCal Lashing versus Chicago Tigers, Prairie View, 3.30 p.m. San Diego Surf Riders versus St. Louis Americans, Prairie View, 4 p.m. Those are Saturday matches. Sunday, July the 3rd, Lone Star Athletic against Southern Cal Lashing at Musa Stadium, 10 a.m. Houston Hurricanes against San Diego Surf Riders, and that venue is to be determined at 
East Bay Blazers versus Chicago Blasters, again another to be determined venue, 11 a.m. Dallas Mustangs against Golden State Grizzlies, Musa Stadium, 2.30 p.m. St. Louis Americans versus Seattle Thunderbolts at Prairie View, 3 p.m. Silicon Valley Strikers versus Chicago Tigers, Prairie View, 3.30 p.m. Michigan Stars and Hollywood Master Blasters, Prairie View, 4 p.m. And Monday, July the 4th, Dallas Mustangs against Hollywood Master Blasters, Musa Stadium, 9.30 a.m. SoCal Lashing versus Seattle at Prairie View, 10 a.m. Michigan Stars versus Silicon Valley, Prairie View, 10 a, 10.30 a.m. Golden State versus Chicago Blasters, Prairie View, 11 a.m. Lone Star Athletic versus East Bay Blazers, Musa Stadium, 2 p.m. Chicago Tigers versus San Diego Surf Riders, Prairie View, 2.30 p.m. And Houston Hurricanes versus SoCal Lashing, Prairie View at 2.30 p.m. And I think I have... July. I think I may have a few more matches currently if I'm duplicating these. Uh, Fort Lauderdale Lions against Empire State Titans at Prairie View 1130. Atlanta Light versus New Jersey Somerset Church Street at 1 p.m. Atlanta Fire versus New Jersey Stallions Prairie View 230. Morrisville Raptors versus the Philadelphians, Church Street, 5.30. And those were matches due, July the 2nd. And July the 3rd, Fort Lauderdale Lions against D.C. Hawks, Prairie View, 10 a.m. New England against Eagles versus Atlanta Fire, Prairie View, 11.30 on the 3rd. Uh, continue the Philadelphians versus New Jersey Somerset. Uh, Church Street, 1 p.m. Galaxy, Orlando Galaxy against Empire State Titans, Prairie View, 2.30. Atlanta Lightning versus Man- Manhattan Yorkers, Church Street at 5.30. And Monday, July the 4th, I'm sorry, July the 4th. Atlanta Lightning versus the Philadelphians, Church Street, 10 a.m., Fort Lauderdale Lions versus New Jersey Stallions to be determining venue, 10 a.m. Atlanta Fire versus D.C. Hawks at Prairie View, 2.30. And Morrisville Raptors against Manhattan Yorkers, Church Street, 2.30. Orlando Galaxy, New England Eagles, Prairie View, 2.30. I think I have uh, given all that I have. Uh, if there are any omissions or any corrections, then I am open to hear them now. Otherwise, give me a call off air and I can try to share with you what I have. Any comments on any of that before we move on from anyone on the panel? Yeah, we have no one. We have just gone. Just no welcome. And it's good to see you. Good to have you here with us. Any comments on that or any of the other matches that you may have heard before we went into the 
uh, minor league titans. Jackson? Uh, no, uh, thank you, but good evening, everybody. Um, hope everybody's doing good. Good evening, my friend. Huh? Thank you. He said good evening. Thank you. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Where have you been? We missed you. We missed oh, you, uh, family members are, are sick and uh, some guests are coming, so <laughs> that's what is going on at the moment. Thank you. We understand their problems, and of course, yeah. things that keep mm-hmm. you away, but we welcome you when you some, can get back. Any other comments from anyone on this? any of the- any other minor league issues that we've just dealt with? No? All right. Well, let's talk West Indies. The uh, First of all, the CP50, the revised CP50, uh, the final of the... the uh, well, before we get to the final, the semi-final, we had Trinidad playing uh, Barbados, and Barbados won by nine wickets. Trinidad won 133 all out, and Barbados won 37. With uh, scoring runs for Trinidad was Kirby, 41, and the bowling for Barbados, Alain, 4 for 31, and Haley Matthews, 3 for 20. Barbados beating uh, Trinidad by nine wickets in this. Diana played uh, Jamaica, and uh, what a match that was. Diana was bowled out for 23 runs in in, uh, very few overs. Jermaine Campbell uh, top scored with five runs. And, of course, Chanel, Chanel Henry at five for 18 in six overs. And Vanessa Watts also had five for, I think it was uh, 20 or, well, no, not 25, or five for five, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Jamaica scored the required 27 to win in uh, very few overs. Uh, now, in this, guy, in this match against Guyana, I think there was four wickets taken in four balls with one hat-trick. I think the hat-trick went to, I think it was Chanel. Anywhere was it? What? I need correction on that. But there was one hat-trick and one over in which, well, not one over, but four consecutive deliveries, giving four consecutive out. So Jamaica won that mm-hmm. semi-final match against Guyana by eight. For the double five. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, repeat. Re- repeat that maiden. to me, Four in four, it's called a double maiden. Uh, a double double hat trick, sorry, double hat trick. It was not. It was not the. It was not the same bowler, oddly. Uh, the oh, okay, one okay, bowler, okay, w- One bowler took three wickets in three in literally two balls. Then there was a wide, and then on the third ball she got a third wicket. So it's lit- it, that's a hat trick because that third ball was not a legal delivery. Yeah, register. Yeah, and then yeah. then on the first ball of the next over another wicket fell. So they had literally four wickets falling in four balls. Yeah, that's what it All means. Right. Okay. So, uh, in, the fifth, in the fifth place, uh, who is this doing this to me? In the fifth place match, uh, Windward Island scored 248 against uh, the uh, Leeward Island. Windward Island, Noel scored 72, Q, Joseph, 30, and Homer, 28. 
And for the Leeward Island, the bowler was Edwards, three for 34, and Thorpe, uh, three, I'm sorry, Edwards, three for 30, Thorpe, two for 47. The Leeward Island were all out for 90, with Byron taking three for 32 for the Windward Islands, and Etienne, two for 20, Joseph, two for zero, two run, two wickets for no runs, and Glasgow, two for 25. Now we get down to the final between Barbados and Jamaica. In a rain-affected match reduced to 26 overs, Barbados were the victors in the Women's Super 50 Championship match. This was Barbados' third consecutive victory in this competition. Jamaica batted first with Captain Stephanie Taylor contributing 44 runs before being run out. And Jamaica's final score was 118 for 8. In the Jamaica innings, there were three runouts in that innings. Keisha Knight did not out, and Haley Matthews, 22, saw Barbados home with 120 for 2. So there we have it, Barbados, the defending, two times defending champions in the CP50 in the women's version of the Super 50. That is, those are the results. Question, uh, question. Question. Yes. Go ahead, Leon. D'Angelo um, Dutton, did she not, she's sick or she's out for Barbados? I think Deandre might be playing might be playing in the blast. She I think she was drafted in the uh not the blast but the hundreds or yeah or, or the yeah, it could be the blast. I, I seem to think that that might have been it. I don't know that uh, she her name ever came up in any of these games for Barbados during this this series of matches. So maybe but, somebody but, else but but hey, the match was also drafted. Uh yes, that is true. I, I'll be honest with you, Leon, there was no mention of DeAndre Dutton in any of these matches, and I can assure you that I did do my diligence in, you know, looking over all of these names and information, but could be that I missed it, but I don't think I did. Anybody else has any insight on what may have occurred there? No? Or that, no, that, that I have no idea. strong, and, and that's must have prompted them to make make a team play for play for the in the Commonwealth as well. But nevertheless, uh, well, yeah. congratulations. Right. And of course what I didn't mention was of course the um I think it was the previous the T twenty where I think mm-hmm. Jamaica spin a five wickets for five runs, including that trick, Vanessa Watts together with Chinel and Red Seamer. Oh I'm sorry, this is just a write up of the um the uh, semi-final match against Guyana. I take that back. All right. Any comments on the women's matches? I mean, did anybody really get an opportunity to watch any of these matches? Just were you able to I see saw. any of these uh, women's no, matches? No, I wasn't able to. No, sorry. All right. What about uh, Donna? Any? Were you able to see any of those matches, Donna? His daughter's still Hello. with us, or did No, I'm here. Yes. I'm were, here. You, were you well, able to I, see any of these? I think I went to look at one match, which was Leeward versus somebody, oh, the right? <laughs> the Windward Island. Leeward, right? 
Yeah. When I saw Lee, what was like five one so five but you talk, I said, No, I can't watch this. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> I said, I can't watch this. I'm from the Leavers and I can watch Leavers to be for about five one so five but you talk, and I just leave that and went. I said, No, I can't watch this. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what they ended up with. That was in their stomach. <laughs> I said no, that's okay for me. I got to tell Arnie, you you tell me go and watch these matches, but I couldn't watch it. Leon, can you tell can you tell Donna why she should have stayed with that match? <laughs> because because we want to know because we followed you, Donna. We didn't watch it. Okay. We follow you. We <laughs> are so happy with so bad. I, I, I didn't even. I, I didn't so even look to see what people in my house were. Well, these girls here got out before they met twenty ones, and I said, no, I can't watch this. No. no, no. <laughs> well, they did. They, let's hear what Virgil have to say on those matches. Virgil, <laughs> were you able to see any of them? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I never really get it. No, I, I, no, I want to do the same thing like that. If I go there and see five wickets gone, fully give me the ones. I would, I would, I probably, I would leave my vehicle and walk home. But look, how will you be able to follow the progress and the improvement in the teams if you don't look at them in the days when they are not at their best? We have to remember the game is young in the islands and it's young for women in some of these islands. Or most of the yeah, but last, so, last of them game, I, think, I don't really get a chance to see them because right. I, I don't know where you can see them at, and sometimes you're at work. Um, oh, okay. All right. but let, me, let, me tell, so, let me give you a little update there. The, F, the yeah. GSG make 179 for five, right? G? And the FGS is 59 for nine. Mm. Well, wait a minute. You say G, G, G. Golden State? G- G- uh, G-S-G. G-S-G. Golden State? He said G-S- G-S-G. Golden State. Yeah, go uh, G-S-G. Okay, I yeah. am looking to see if I can. You can come in there, Coach. Coach, Coach. Andy, can you help us? The, the S-V-S, the, uh, which is San Diego, the... Um, right. They the have 59... 59, 59 for 9. Yeah, all right. Okay. Thank you for that update. I'm looking to see if I could. Oh, Golden, GSG is Golden State Grizzlies. Yes. You, you are giving us a total a score for them? Yeah, they were one, they nope. 179 or 5. They were, they were down, you know, because you have a little young kid right now that he's batting last. And he is oh. a spin bowler. I think he gets three wickets. I mean, he bowled real good. But then after he come up, when it's overspelled, then then guys start to let loose. So the guys end up make 179 for five. But now the San Diego is 61 for nine. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. But at any rate, it's cricket, and that is the way of the game. So we will see. I know. Yep. Any other comments on our women's uh, matches we were discussing? Otherwise, we'll move on to the West Indies. No, no comment. But before we take the West Indies, I remember last Sunday we were heavily uh, involved with discussing Reaver 
batting at number three, and I think many Nipa. things were said, but I want I wanted for Nipa. the record to make it briefer. Yes, did I not say briefer? Apologies. I don't Nipa, think he deserved that spot. Oh well, let let me give you this information, Mark. Reefer batted for Barbados at number three versus the Leeward Island in the um, professional league. He batted at uh, number three uh, against Jamaica and he scored 71. When he batted against Leeward Island, two innings at number three, he scored 23 and 45. And he did bat at number six against Guyana, where he scored 29 and 27. But he was back at Number three, against Trinidad, where he scored 79. And again, on June the 1st to the 4th, he batted at number three against the Windward Island, and he scored 71. So his innings in the in the four-day championship matches, Reefer has batted at number three, so there was nothing... Uh, unexpected that he would not have been asked to bat at number three for the West Indies in the Bangladesh Test. Does anybody disagree with those statements and wants to, you know, add something to it? All right, Leon. Yeah, well, you know, I I um, was in opposition to his batting at number three. I thought that was a specialized position, and I don't think. I didn't know that he batted there for the Barbados. But he didn't, right. to me, he was not stand out. He was not stand out. He was not but there with the leaders. But who better to know Thomas than the captain? Thomas was, was scored more than him in that position yeah. on number four. Yeah, but, but, Leon, we're, we're not comparing the two as such. What we're looking at is whether Reefer was mm-hmm. able, was, a good bat to fit, to put in at number three. And I'm showing you that he actually has batted at number three for Barbados on more than one occasion. So he's presumably an established number three batter. Let's hear what uh, Audley has to say on this one. Audley? I was not aware that he batted at number three for Barbados. Um, but, mm-hmm. but even so, he did not have a tearaway season, so to speak. And, um, mm-hmm. of course, you have to pick your team from, from the regional competition. But as we know, um, you can do better. But, you know, we know the regional um, bowlers are not the same when you compare to the Sri Lankan spinners and, and the, the sort of quality um, bowlers he, he's going to face, bowlers he's going to face. So um, I, I, I think the selectors are, are they are caught in a country because... Um, they have to pick from from the from the regional competition, and um, this now I would have to go back and and look at all the number threes in in the Caribbean competition, the regional competition, and see if there are any one of those other batters that would have, you know, superseded his performance. I don't know. I don't know. So, all right. Before I get to Simon and his question for us this week, let's have a quick word from Coach Jatin on that comment. Did you have anything to add to this reefer discussion, Coach Jatin? No, sir, not from my end. Not from your end. All right, let's take Simon's question and then we can go back to discussing the match. We're, we're, time is rapidly uh, running out, so let's see. Simon, can we get a quick question as uh, per... Yeah, let's turn that out. It's not a yes or no, right or wrong answer. I just want to know a little uh-huh. more about our panelists. 
Last week I asked uh, what position you batted and what position you bowled. And this week I'm going yeah. to ask what position did you feel in your matches and uh, which position that you preferred. All right. Go on. Virgil, start at the top. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'll feel on the outfield because I'm not, I'm not, I don't catch like normal people. I grab at the ball, so I couldn't feel in slip. So I feel on the outfield. I'll feel long leg. I mean, I'll feel mid off, mid on, right on the boundary. I like to feel on the boundary. Okay, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. All right, Bert. Oddly? I, I feel at I feel short mid wicket. And, and sometimes sometime in the slips. Sometime in the slips. Okay. All right. Leon. Let's slip yeah, and third slip. slip. Let's slip and Let's third slip. Slip and third slip. Okay. Who? Um, I know, Coach, when you played, which position was your favorite? Always outfield. Always outfield. Always outfield. And we know that Justin uh, actually is a player, so, or was a player, or probably still is. What's your favorite position, Justin, or at least where did they show you each time? Sometimes long gone or long off. Long gone or long off. Okay. Donna, did you ever play I, I this feel, game? I feel in the Smiths and sometimes at mid-wicket. Thank you, Mac. Donna, did you ever play the game directly or... <laughs> No, just 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 community cricket. I didn't get there. Yeah. But you yeah. never played on the field at all? No? No, just village cricket. I never went any further. No. Just bottom ball cricket. In your village cricket, where did you feel? Maybe sometimes in the covers. Oh, yeah, the covers. Oh, 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 oh. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> Like many I was a bowler as well, so I was mm-hmm. one of those who would always be out in the either third man or long off or back you know, fine leg, somewhere out in the boundary because I needed to reserve my strength. How about that? All right, Simon, it's yours. Take care. Yeah, well, I, um, I was a number two batsman, so my feeling position was always second slip because I, okay. I can't run too much. had quick hands and I was at second slip all the time, which I enjoyed. You know, I was very close to the batsman, always very close. So I know quite a little bit more about our panelists now. Last week I know where they batted, where they bowled, and where they field. So it's no right or wrong answer. Right. Thank you. All right, so we have a very short period of time. Let's see if we can uh, deal with the West Indies. Who, Coach, let's hear your insights on uh, the West Indies-Bangladesh test match currently ongoing. What was that? I'm speaking to Coach Jaitin. Is he with us? Or is he... Coach? What is that again? Can you repeat? I'm asking for your I'm asking for your quick overview of the Bangladesh West Indies match in progress. Well, it looks like getting close, and West Indies is going to have a chance to win it again. 
and uh, it's a uh, to me i'm a little bit disappointed on a bangladesh performance on this series especially from the spinners who could have done well mm-hmm. in west indies but they are not at the peak i will say they tried okay. to put the sakib al hassan again as a leadership but unfortunately with so many inexperienced and young players so it's going to take a while but west indies got the good opportunity to win this series and build up a good team for the next uh, three, four years, I will say. All right. Thank you, Coach. All right. Um, all, uh, Leon, what's your take on the current uh, match? In well, it, it, just like Jake said, it looks like West Indies have, have a very good chance of winning this one outright. The Bangladeshis mm-hmm. are still yet to save the follow the in its defeat, they still have about 40 odd runs to make before they can make West Indies bat again. But it's a good mm-hmm. performance from the West Indies. We criticize the inclusion of the four strong attack. It seems as it worked. Um, yes. And all, all the pace bowlers, they get the kick. And it's yes. a magnificent, and a magnificent performance by my, my, my mayors. Carl Mayors? Yeah, Kyle Mays in 146, and then you had some others missing some runs. So a good performance. The, the feeling and catching to me was was much 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 improved. And what, uh, what about the captaincy? What about the wait, captaincy? Mark, Mark, wait a moment. Wait a moment. Let's go ahead. Go ahead. The captaincy wasn't as bad. It wasn't bad. He, I think he was he good. Yeah, he wasn't bad at all. He has improved, and you know, have to give him kudos for winning the first match and the way the guys now um, put their heads down and, and just run. So normally, we would have been buckling to the spinners, and and uh, we played spin, the spin well because um, to have made uh, in excess of 300 runs, uh, 400 runs in the, in this innings too. He, he, but um, don't underestimate the bowling of um, the Bangladesh pace attack too. They had some good, good quality bowlers in that in the team as well, and um, we played well. Oh, so we, I, I would say, on a scale of one to a hundred, I would say they deserve an eighty plus for this match. All right, and it shows that we see signs of improvement. Improvement. All right, appreciate it, Leon. Virgil, quickly, we're running out of time. Let's hear your comment on this. Virgil? All right, Virgil is asleep. Let's go to all no, no, Let's sorry. hear your comment on Sorry, 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 oh. sorry. I didn't get to see West Indies. I didn't get, I had it on mute. Um, I didn't get to see West Indies team, but from what I hear you guys said, I, like the guys did a good performance and they're working hard to another victory. And I just hope it comes true. And I just wish them all the best going forward. All right, thank you. Audley, your take on the West Indies right now. Yeah, well, of, well, of course, I, I didn't get to watch any of it live, but when I get in in the evening, I'd watch some of the highlights. And I noticed that, um, you know, for a long time, the West Indies have finally put on a good opening partner, exactly 100, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. So Campbell is improving over this last couple of innings that he has played. Um, of course, my, you know, magnificent 146, and uh, I note here that away from uh, Brathwaite to 51, 
Campbell 45 and, and uh, we have 46, 145 Calmares and 40 by Blackwood. The fourth highest top score, the fifth highest score was a healthy 37 extras. 37 extras. And uh, the um, 24 leg by the, the, the wicketkeeper or the, the, the players can't do much about that. But um, it, it's really a healthy 37, that 37 extras that really help us to get in there. So I just wish Western is well. And um, I, I know that Joseph is bowling, you know, um, very good. Um, also, Roach was wicketless in the first, and now he has picked up three. So, overall, we give them an A plus right now. All right, thank you. Just to add something, Arlie, Roach too has passed more than 50 wickets. Yeah, yes, 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 Simon is a sage prophet. And when I discussed this match with Simon at one point, he said obligingly to me, well, I think the West Indies should score this amount of runs and in this innings and get the match going. Simon, let us share with the panelists what your thoughts were when we discussed this game. Well, I told you before, I've been following cricket since I was three years old, before I could even spell cricket. And I looked at the game. You told me what the, um, the Bangladesh made, West Indies. And I said to you, um, West Indies would make about 400. And my brother-in-law called me all excited from Grenada. I had to drop the phone. I, I was talking to you. I forgot all about talking to you. My brother-in-law called me. And you only phone holding on for about half an hour. Didn't know what went on. My brother-in-law saw you later telling me all about. So I said, how much did um, West Indies made? He said 406. I said I have to go and tell Dennis this because I predicted mm-hmm. West Indies would make. Mm-hmm. He yes. was so yes. happy. Yes. I forgot I, I had Dennis on the phone and Dennis was holding on for half an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what I would say to that gentleman, and I'm not sharing this too, too enthusiastically, Simon is such a good prophet that next week I'm calling him for the lotto numbers. So, any more? Oh, who did I miss on this one? Uh, Anyone else did I miss on the score? Mackenzie, Mackenzie, did you comment on the West Indies performance? Well, I I think the West Indies did very well. I I really like the captaincy, and I like the new opening partnership there. And I think it's argues well for the future because they're going to have some tough teams coming in. India coming in, we're going to Australia. It's, it's not going to be easy going down the road. So I All hope right. this will be like a tune-up for these guys to get going, keep it going. And I really want to say congrats to the, to, 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 to the West Indies cricket for improving Coolidge Field. They put a big investment in there, and that's going to be the, a great field for, for West Indies to use. So I'm very Thank happy for them. You know? Thank you for so that. So those of you who, you. Watch that, who have been to Coolidge Field, look for some improvements over there. 
it's going to coming up. It's going to be big. Thank you very much. Yeah. Right. We appreciate that input there on that Coolidge issue. We did discuss that in details last week. Uh, sorry you missed that show. But at any rate, yeah. we appreciate you bringing it to our attention again as a reminder. And in the few minutes remaining, we must not forget to look at the England-New Zealand match in progress. I'll start oh, with yeah. Coach. Oh, yeah. Coach, what's your comment on this, please? Coach Patel? Is, is Coach with us? No, he has left us, I guess. Oh, he's left us? All right. Well, let's, let's start at the top there. Virgil, what's your comment on the um, New Zealand-England affair? Look, I get to see the game, and I, I, it was one time I can tell I really sit down and enjoy Test match, it was this one game. It was outstanding. So I know it's gonna be a tough battle. Well, I know in um England on the way to victory, but it was a wonderful, wonderful test match. Couldn't ask nothing better. So you don't think New Zealand can take six wickets in or is it six wickets in uh before eight, eight, England eight. gets one hundred? Is it eight? One thirty yeah, anything yeah, is possible. The only, the, the only problem today, no ball, the ball wasn't swinging. You never know tomorrow. Ball might something might happen, and the ball start. The weather might change, and the ball start to swing. So anything is possible. But it's it's a oh. wonderful game so far, man. All right, got it, got it, Virgil. Okay, Audley, your comments. Yeah, I can I can see the the Englishmen, especially uh, they went after the runs. They have scored a hundred and uh, hundred eighty-three in the thirty-nine overs. Um, they lost Lee early and Crawley for 25, Lee for 9. And yet again, it, the man, Joe Root, is 55 from 80 and 81 from 105 from Holy Pope. So um, just as we always know, cricket is one of this glorious uncertainty. England only needed uh, 113 runs seemingly on their way. The emphasis on seemingly because anything could change. But I, I would be on the side of England right now to win it but of course it could change great test match all right thank you leon yeah 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 you gotta give england and their selector credit man they have put in a new coach a new red ball coach and they have chosen a new captain and they seem to have changed around the position of england in a tremendous <laughs> in a tremendous way because they're going for victory. You see, and like I was saying before, you know, who says that test cricket is dead? Mr. Patel. Test cricket is very much. <laughs> Mr. But it's, but it's not. <laughs> no, it's not just as far from dead. I, I tell you, <laughs> Stokes bring a new dimension to England cricket, and of course, McCullum, the, the coach. He also has added something to that. And England fans are turning out in, enough so, so that tomorrow, Yorkshire Ball County is going to give a free, free ticket to everybody who, who apply for one tomorrow. So tomorrow is going to be a free day. All summer, just go and get a ticket and you can get him free. And, and, and head All right. Um, before I, I Mackenzie, I, I, it's your turn next. But before you come in, I have a question for the panelists. I've noticed in this current test match in the West Indies that the stadium is empty. Can anybody explain to me why the stadium is so empty? 
Well, I, I will say it has been like this for the West Indies for quite a while. That's why, that's why when, when, the COVID, when the COVID came in and, and um, they started out and no spectators were allowed to get in, I say, well, the West Indies should win every match because they have been playing with empty, with empty stands for a long time. So they should be the, the pro at that. But isn't it? I mean, it's being relaxed now, so isn't it time the fans were back in the stadium? Yes, but you see, oh. with, with with um, with people can sit at their home now, many homes, and you you have your 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 fire stick or whatever thing you want to watch, and you you, you oh, stay yeah. at home and you watch and you see the replays, you see the everything. When you're on the ground, you can you can see the replays and stuff like that. So people will decide now to pay the extra to to get Willow or some other one. And stay at home and watch it. So the West Indies okay. uh, and maybe other cricketing nation will have to decide to make the money of the television rights. But uh, you know, you don't find that, that happening in England, Australia, whatever. That, but that's all. That's all reality my, right now. Can I give my piece on that? West Indies, West Indies people don't like to watch cricket no more, and just like to criticize certain things, especially when you talk about. You said when you were talking about the T10 or whatever. Who you was getting criticized from? West Indies people. And if you know you have the game no. there, they still won't go and watch it. No. So you put the game where you have audience is going to go and watch the game. Well, Virgil, all the criticism was not coming from the West Indies end. It was coming from other overseas, uh, perhaps competitors. But that's uh, one small comment. Okay, did we get Matt's comment on the West Indies? Mackenzie? Sorry? Nope. Did you I didn't hear that. Oh, did you comment what? on... We're talking about the England... The England... Um, well, the England I, I, I don't have much to say about that. I was looking at something that Michael Holden did, or said, he wrote a book, Why We Kneel, How We Rise. And I would Mike. like us to begin to look around for that book and read it. Mike, thank you so much for bringing that to our attention. But I, um, just for your information, uh, we uh, did and discuss... That I would like to say you guys put a good, good show together. Very good show. And with yeah. that, I want to say it was nice to see you guys on the radio again. And I hope mm-hmm. I see you again next Sunday. So take care right, and Mike. good night. Bye-bye. Thank you. And just before you go, Mac, we did discuss this Michael Holden book. We even had video. He's gone. We even had videos of Michael Holden uh, speaking about issues that were outlined in his book. So, yes, we appreciate the comments. We also appreciate the book and all that Michael Holden had to say. We very greatly appreciated it. All right. Anybody else have any comments? Yeah, the England, uh, where where oh, is a oh, game oh. playing between Bangladesh and West Indies? Remember one thing. Remember one thing, right? Gasoline price gone <laughs> up in West Indies. It's about $20 a gallon. For, 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 between right. $70 and $20 a gallon. So everybody's staying home. Saving them money. Thank you. Thank you, Virgil. This is one aspect of it I didn't uh, think about, but you are so correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that it? We're, we have five can, minutes. Can I just, mention, can I just mention that Ben Folks um, got the COVID, so he'll have to leave the England team. And, and wow. um, Mr. The, the captain for India's team, too, um, Sharma, he's now in isolation to uh-huh. the match of playing. He, he has the, the COVID. So COVID is playing. Still around, I mean, not really, you know, 
they have a, have a, as it was um, formerly, but now it's still still around. So we have to remember. All right. So, so who are you going to be Ben Stokes? And that Ben Stokes is going to be the former captain? Uh, it's not Stokes, it's the wicket keeper. The, the, the wicket keeper, not Ben Stokes, Ben, ben Fox, the, oh. the, the wicket keeper. Oh, 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 oh. Fox. Okay, Fox. Fox, Fox, yeah. Okay. Let me get my piece. I got to go because my son doing something out there and I got to go help him. So I'll talk to you guys okay. again next week. Okay? Thank you, bro. Thank you. Have a great week. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's have some final words there. Uh, Donna, are you here? Let's have your final words before we go. Yes, I'm right here. Good show as usual. Yes, I'd like to say I truly enjoyed my session with you. And Thank you. have a we good week, too. everybody. And hopefully, Thanks. God's willing, I see you next week. Thank you. Thank, Thank you very much. Good right. night, all. Night. Okay, all. Thank you. Just Jasna, can we have your final word before we close out? We have two minutes. Yes, it was a great show again, as usual. Thank you so much. Uh, everybody be safe. Uh, COVID is still going on. So take care and uh, see you guys next Sunday again. Okay. And Simon, if you're there, your final thoughts, please, quickly. In three words, I'm so happy to see the improvement. In West Indies team, and West Indies is my first team. They're on the verge of winning, and my second team is England, my home. So happy. Everyone have a wonderful week, and we'll be back next week. And a wonderful show, Mr. Dennis. Have a wonderful week. Good yeah, night, Yeah, very so. Very Thank good. Thank you. Okay. Let's hear, oddly, your final thoughts. All right. Just a, just, a, just, a, just a shout out. A wonderful show, of course, if I may say so. Uh, ourselves um, and um, just want to give a shout out to Cardinal and Ivo over there and just a reminder that they'll be having a Saturday morning entertainment program on Saturday morning 563-999-3693 alright and my words for this week is action is fundamental key to all success you, just, you don't just wish and get success you have to take action God bless you, talk to you next week God willing all right, thank you, Audley. Uh, Leon, your final thoughts, please. Yes, uh, another wonderful show. Thanks to Dennis. You, you made it all happen. And just want to say good night to Murtry. She was not feeling too well before the show. I hope she had an opportunity to listen to the entire show. I wish her well. Hope that she's doing much better. Again, like Audley said, remember to tune into the Caribbean Global Voices. On Saturday morning, and hope that you'll have an opportunity to listen to them next Saturday. God bless. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. And did I miss anyone? No, I did not miss anyone. And thank you for and that reminder. About just actually, go ahead. Just a reminder about Leon's wife. Um, remember, uh, remember. Right so. here. The information okay. is right here in front of me. Uh, thank you so much for the reminders. The memorial service will be held on Saturday, July the 2nd at Christ Fellowship Church, 8900 Southwest 168th Street, Miami, Florida. 33157 commences, service commence at 11 a.m. will be streamed at True Life Production. I think I've got everyone uh, final thoughts, and my final thoughts, of course, is a reminder. Yes, thank you for the 
news on the Saturday morning entertainment, blog talk, radio.com, Caribbean Global Voices. Let's hope you join in in your shopping or doing whatever else you are doing. And in so doing, it's time, we're out of time, so a few bars of rally to take us out. Bye. Good night, all. Thank you, King Frank. Hi. I was sitting there beside Mervyn, and Mervyn was saying to me, he's going next, but King Frank... It was a typical summer's day last night. Liam?